cheddar chistadors. God, uh, these things used to just hold 1.44 megabytes. Yeah, you that's fucking kid me. We've come kid so me? far, baby. Can you kid me? You cat to be kid. Why, you, you, why kid you kid me? Why are you holding back? I why want a child. Why are you kid me? Your kidneys, those are what uh, make you go pee-pee. <laughs> Man, I remember when I used to do my schoolwork on these and used to go to Kinko's to print shit off. Stinkos. I had like, to like reformat one you of You mean these you didn't have a printer that had the little uh, things that perforated? Uh, oh, we had a dot matrix printer, but, uh, you know, there was that weird middle zone where, like, uh, that was not, that was old tech and that yeah, no longer flew. The, the, the then, middle zone of the matrix I don't like. I only like the first one, personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the second one <sighs> has that cool fight on the highway, and the third one has absolutely jack shit and is the only movie <sighs> that I've ever walked out on. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. I mean... When I saw the second one, I think even as like a what like fourteen or oh fifteen boy. year old, something like that. Um, yeah, with the Matrix. I was like, I was like, I don't know, and I don't know if you've watched it uh, any recently at all, but the CG is it's not good. the the highway fight still holds up. It's pretty cool. Yeah, there's some good stuff in that. But there's some cool stuff. I mean, even in the third one, there were some things I kind of enjoyed. At the oh, the third time. one's a fucking mess, dude. Yeah, but it's it has such a it has mechs though. Yeah, but that's not what I wanted in a Matrix movie. Cool. Uh, what did you want? I wanted more kung fu. You wanted I didn't more have sex. any of it, and I wanted more <laughs> I wanted, freaky, weird orgies under the ground uh, with the entire uh, city just getting it on. Yeah, that's I what I loved uh, in the second one. I would have liked that, that too. Sex in the city, am I right, boys? Speaking Literally. Of, speaking of sex in the city, hi, welcome back it. to the horrible podcast where we like to bring you face value reviews of horror movies. Uh, tonight we've got a very, very special episode for you because it is Blutsters birthday episode i'm your host tonight manton we are joined uh like i said by uh blutster oh, the birthday boy how you yeah. doing buddy bow down uh represent um notice me what what do they say in mad max witness. They, they say witness senpai me. notice yeah. me senpai, uh, witness me witness me uh, i'm gonna ride into valhalla tonight chrome and shiny all right with uh, chrome on my lips and I, I'm a little confused chrome on, chrome on my nips talking about Mad Max but know. hey you know what that's okay Mad Dylan. Max is gonna go well with the next movie how you doing Dylan hey I'm I'm alright uh, it just it's, it bums me out that we have to celebrate the birthday of my fourth favorite co-host uh, <laughs> yeah well <laughs> but you know we have to do actually I think point. that's the next episode uh, you're right <laughs> that's a little Touché. goof uh, it's his birthday next week Dylan hates himself that's the joke wish here. I was dead uh, alright good to be here you wish you were and dead? if anybody's wondering how I'm doing I'm doing great don't I, care I, I, so all right wait well, how's Devin doing oh yeah how is Devin doing well who knows dead I, think ditch, I, I think he might be dead uh he usually <laughs> is dead when he's not on the episode Devin now oh he beat me off too uh, <laughs> I was gonna say that but uh <laughs> luckily we have a few other avenues uh where you could also not reach Devin uh mm -hmm. you can join our discord he doesn't talk in there nope. so don't worry about that uh discord if you don't know it's a little chat program we like to go in there talk about movies if you've never heard of it, it it's a nice it's a nice little program. Yeah. So check it out we, we and uh, join Discord. us in Discord. I think it's going to be one of those things that's like in a few years it's going to be ubiquitous. Um, but we'll see. What our Discord? Yeah, I agree. Oh well, no, 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 no Discord totally. in general. But uh, everybody's going to be using uh, horrible Discord <laughs> yeah, as their new absolutely. social media platform. <laughs> uh, but if you don't understand that sort of shit, just go to horriblepodcast.com or go to patreon.com and look us up and give us your money because we like that. It helps what if I don't know what the internet do the show. is? Is there any way to reach us like through, through snail mail or? Well, uh, in the case hell. that you are listening to this on the radio on your favorite <laughs> local radio station, um, we don't do those little goofy sounds usually that you love on Slide the radio. Slide whistles but, uh, and. Maybe like you, maybe anyway, you still want to listen to us. You can find us on your local radio station. Just 
Call them up and beg them to play our podcast. If you're somebody's uh, game game and they downloaded this for you, <laughs> you're listening to geez. it. Uh, yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah, it, it was a pretty fun week. We celebrated uh, Blooster's birthday this weekend. We got together. You did a, a movie marathon. Uh, we watched, what was it, like six movies? Five. None of which were horror movies. Well, one maybe a little. Uh, loosely. Yeah. The, so the guess what, what, all, what all we watched? We watched uh, Turbo Kid. We watched Turbo Kid. It was nice to rewatch that again. We watched The Guest. We've reviewed that for the cast. Mm-hmm. Both yes. of those, actually. It's it's like horror related. Yeah. Horror watching it adjacent. Again, watching yeah. it again. Uh, it, it was it was good. I I mean, there's a lot of like little Halloween nods I missed and some stuff. Yeah. I I definitely uh, appreciated the guest a lot more on the revisit. Actually, I, yes, I, I was really glad to have seen that again because it was the first time I'd seen it since we reviewed it for the cast. Yeah. way back. Yeah, when. I think it might have been mine as well. But then we went and had a nice yeah. dinner. Mm-hmm. We yeah, rose we a ruckus at the nearby bar and actually uh, we behaved ourselves really well. I, I well, you looked up pictures of Shrek's oh, yeah. dick. <laughs> In public, so I, I don't know do about that. behavior. So. Well, can That's we explain behavior. why I did that? Nope. Without context, Manton was just looking at pictures pictures okay. of Shrek's dick at a bar. Well, it wasn't was completely without context because we could, we did go home. We watched the original Shrek. Okay. In your defense, we were <laughs> at a bar talking very loudly about what Shrek's dick would look like yeah, if they had yeah. animated. And it. And I was like, well, I'm sure somebody Shrek. has. So For I context, we were oh. talking about Shrek and how it was not aging well. And I was like, man, now I wonder what his dick would look like if they did actually. Brandon, I believe your words were, can you imagine it would just be like a little green tube it would just be like a green tube with like an off green head and just like, like poor no shading and, uh, poor texture well what's funny is we looked it up and there were some very very nicely detailed penises overly uh, detailed overly one detailed. might even say more shrek penis detail than you would need. i don't know if it's funny or sad but the 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 fan made shrek pictures look better than the movie well, yeah really i wanted do. to get to that yeah. so we watched uh shrek and that boy that has not held up no has it has it? not well one visually it has not held up it looks like a it mondo looks like smooth a, stinky like a turd. playstation one like you watch the cutscenes in for your final fantasy seven and that's what about what we're at yeah I, basically not much different from Eris dying i mean it was like about that level <laughs> i love that you, you even referenced it. that during the movie um yeah um, and also uh, it also wasn't very funny well yeah there was a matrix reference in it i forgot that was a thing <laughs> and and it's weird because that was dated even then and we had like a macarena i mean we weren't joke. really watching shrek with the intention of thinking no, that the movie itself you was you weren't be watching funny. shrek at all you were laughing the entire time because you were looking at cursed images yeah. <laughs> um, and if, if you don't know what that is just google cursed images yeah. and uh, go to images I there don't and, uh, I don't know either but I do like it Shrek's good like for the it. meme worthy potential but the movie yeah. itself has not held up very well uh, no, we did we, watch something that has held up exquisitely like a fine well, caviar you guys wine. did I left by that point uh, Star Wars one. episode one we finally got to watch it again what do you mean fine oh again okay, Every, yeah. everybody <laughs> well, nobody I, I had a prediction that everybody it. was going to leave and, and they, right. they did it was late as shit everybody that everybody that was in the room was asleep except for me and Brandon and we watched it and I actually had a great great time I'm always every time I watch it I get a deeper appreciation for how fucking terrible and nonsensical it is it's, do- like, it's dog piss yeah, it, yeah. It, it's just like I it's like it. analyzing your favorite movie you find new things to appreciate in Star Wars episode 1 and 2 whenever I watch them I find new things to be blown away by you might be the only living soul analyzing Star Wars episode <laughs> no 1 I'm not way. doing it on purpose it just it just unfolds in front of me and, <laughs> and it's a complete shit a lot, show a lot of it it's hard not to it's like what was he thinking when he wrote that, this that's the thing You, you it's kind of like when it, uh, one night actually a few weeks ago man and I watched Battlefield Earth and that movie Oh, is God. way worse than Star Wars yeah, in my I'm opinion. I'm kind of worried about you guys. And it's you're, you're watching we, do, we, do we almost watched uh, Brink after what's it called? Uh, Bright. Bright. No, Brink is a, a masterpiece. The original uh, movie. Yeah. The, oh, the, is that the, the, the roller skating yeah, movie? Yeah. Okay, that's good. No, Bright with <laughs> soul uh, skating. You don't skate for money or fame. Uh, you, sol- yeah. you skate for the soul. Yeah, man and I are sick. We also watched Baby Driver. Which I was. Is oh yeah, we did. I forgot. Kind of polarizing movie. I, I like that movie. I don't think it's quite polarizing. I think that like it's good. It's not great. 
I know I know you and Kelsey like really quite like it a lot. I thought it was all right. I mean, yeah. I, I really liked the beginning and the end, yep, but um, I, agree. I, I I will Middle say I think, I think a big problem I, I had was uh, the, the main character, I think, should have been played by somebody else. And you like Tom Holland or somebody. Yep. Um, it, it, him and the girl were a charisma vacuum yep. together. That's yeah, it was a bummer. Their romance yep. was like way too much of a big deal. Didn't buy it at all. Well, plus, I feel like the middle of the movie got a little too serious. Yep, it's and, weirdly yeah. straight for an Edgar Wright movie. And, yeah. and, the, and the rest of the parts that the ones you highlighted you liked are, are very musical driven and and like upbeat and fun. Once we right. get to those points, so yeah, I don't know. All right, well, enough about all those dumb uh movies that no one gives a You're shit here about. For the horror movies. You're here for. Oh, I didn't even say what the movies are. You're here for One-Eyed Monster. Everybody's here for One-Eyed Monster. <laughs> the movie about Ron Jeremy's penis. We have One-Eyed Monster, we have Oculus, and we have Hardware. And if you've never listened to any of our, our Birthday Boy episodes, Thank you. what we did this. here is uh, each of us, other than Brandon, he didn't get his own gift. That doesn't make sense. No, that's stupid. We all gifted him, air quotes, a movie. Um, Mine I, was a true gift, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll go through who gave who what uh, right. in a second here. But actually, let's start with Oculus. Oculus was the choice that Devin gave to blutster and since seven isn't here i'm sorry you're gonna have to explain your own yeah i was gift. gonna say it probably makes more sense for me to do oculus since sure. you all get you know yeah. you all are related to the other two so yep. you can talk through those so oculus from devon i was i actually went and saw this with him yesterday and he was kind of saying that uh this is a movie that he really really likes it's probably one of it's flanagan right Mike? he said yep. it's in his top 100 yeah I think, he yeah. says this is one of his top 100 movies and this is probably his favorite from flanagan and Mike, uh, Mike Flanagan, we should say the guy who directed uh, Ouija 2, mm-hmm. uh, Hush, Hush, Gerald's Game most recently. Yeah. Uh, I, I was telling Devin this as well, but I think we really should watch Gerald's Game soon. I, I because would really like to. Yeah. I watched it recently. I'm very interested in watching it. Yeah. It's it's a bizarre movie that you won't peg <laughs> uh, Ooh, before oh, you watch nice. it, so you should definitely check it oh, out. Oh, because it has sex in the movie. I, Dead yes. Man's yeah. Penis, yeah. Okay, uh, specifically, boys getting fucked with penises mm. um no just kidding there's actually none of that um anyway so uh, i don't want to watch anymore devin devin <laughs> wanted to share this with me not for any particular reason me but he just he, he knows that i haven't seen it and he I liked you're it the only well, one think, of us who hadn't yeah seen i think, it. Yeah, I, think never I can seen speak this. a little bit on it. i think he chose it because of the fact that you hadn't seen it and he we watched this uh, a little before we started the cast I think we I watched think. it together you me and devin right i i definitely watched it with devin and i knew i knew he was like really big on it so i think he was eager because he knows how Dylan and I feel, and I think he's eager to see how you feel. Right. So tell us. About I'm, I'm curious to talk about it. Yeah. So anyway, this movie, um, I don't remember exactly how it starts out, but the gist here is, is that we have a family that's kind of gone through some turmoil. If I remember correctly, it starts out with like some violence between a mom and a dad and the kids. Mm-hmm. We've yep. got a mom, dad and two children, a, a mm-hmm. brother and a sister. And, uh, you know, very quickly we realize there's a tragedy. We flash forward many, many years, 11 years, uh, 11 years. And the boy is in a mental institute and he's trying to work through some childhood trauma. We think it could be related to that beginning incident. Uh, Fast forward a few, you know, a few moments and he's being let out on good behavior. The doctor that's his psychiatrist has deemed him worthy to step out into the normal world and he's not a threat to himself or anyone else. That's great. As he leaves, he's greeted by his sister who uh, we realize uh, they were the pair at the very beginning of the movie. They both experienced this trauma, but for some reason she escaped. Uh she was uh she escaped being sent to a mental institution or mm. a rehabilitation center wherever right. her brother was and so um as soon as he gets out they meet up and uh, they kind of talk through you know their life what they've been missing for the past you know many years they haven't seen each other and uh, very quickly she shares okay i've got a plan they made a promise at a very young age that they're going to get back uh back at and, and solve this mystery from when they were kids so basically what we have here is she is an art dealer and she has come upon a very rare and 
potentially haunted mirror. Mm -hmm. And uh, this mirror, we find out later, is related to their childhood, and it may be able to affect the world around it, time, or people's minds. We don't know. And she wants to kind of set it up in their old house and get to the bottom of it. Yep. Yep. It's a pretty cool way to tell a story. I think we have two parallel stories. Essentially, the quote-unquote flashback is unfolding at the same time or interspersed in the main narrative of the film and in the same place too uh because they go back to their family home uh you know after it's been sold by a couple of people or whatever and and so they're they're trying to reperform essentially what happened to them uh with this mirror in the past there in the same place which leads to some really cool uh, this movie does a great job i think of telling those two stories and yeah and making them occupy the same place and area to the point where some of the lines blur there uh, to a really yeah, good effect. Yeah. The, the all have scenes where one character is running down a hallway and then they'll appear in, you know, a different room as their younger self right. or their older self. I, I love that shit. And to the movie's credit, I, 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 I guess I read it a different way, Dylan. Like it does show both stories as the kids kind of showing their childhood trauma and them now trying to solve this yeah, mystery. Absolutely. But I also took it as it was playing with time. Like I, mm-hmm. I felt like yeah. there was times where, they were being shown the past in the present and vice versa. It, it, and, and it's it definitely almost felt like in question. Yeah. You're, <clears throat> you're not really sure like what is actually happening now and what was happening then. Right. The, the movie does a really good job of it gets into some like mind fucky territory and like sure. kind yeah. of like yeah. weird timeline stuff uh, later on. But what I love that it does early on is set the scene about the powers and the like the the potential of this mirror very early on, which when, is uh, really when I, the I sister, think they do like, a good job of defining. Yeah, that. she I mean, she basically sits down and like info dumps it out for you. But it makes mm-hmm. sense within the movie because she's trying to record this for posterity to like prove that this mirror is haunted to prove that this I, uh, mirror is doing and to her wrong. credit she's been planning this for many 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 right. years she's she's got an entire plan about how she's going to record everything how they're going to make sure they eat and drink and you know take care of themselves i, I really the love that touch the, the the eating and drinking part like to know that they're sane uh, yeah uh this uh the sister is played by karen gillen um who is in doctor who yep. and uh right. guardian of the Lady galaxy Pond. I, ne- um, I didn't even recognize her because she's in full well, body paint. Like, Guardians she, of the Galaxy. She's an yeah. alien or something, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Nebula. Um, but yeah, she's she's pretty good in this. She's I thought, pretty good. She's fighting with her accent. Uh, I was going to ask you guys. There what was you a couple thought. times where well, I was really distracted it, by it. I, it was interesting because I was watching it, and uh, anytime that we watch movies where there's a character that normally has an English accent. Uh, speaking with an American accent, you guys mentioned that, that you can tell that their accent's breaking. I can't tell. Oh, but shit. while I was Her watching Scottish this, accent I, slips through so I much. Really, yeah. Oh, okay, Scottish. Yeah. I, I really wanted to bring that up because I I couldn't tell, but I had a feeling that maybe you guys would, would know. There was one specific scene, and Dylan mentioned it. Basically, there's a part where I, I like this scene a lot, too, where we were establishing the technology and her strategy for how to handle this this thing, right? She, yeah. She's afraid of this mirror, how she's mm-hmm. going to tackle it. And uh, she starts going through the history of the mirror. She's been basically yeah, it's a cool like she's been lot, doing yeah. uh, research to try and track down the previous owners and if there was any tragedies that befell them. And it's a really, really long monologue from her where she's reading lots of information. In that scene, I don't hear her accent, but the way that she enunciates yeah, and like punctuate her sentences is like she's like over enunciating. You can her. tell that there's something weird. You should working through the accent. Uh, yes, exactly. But yeah, that is a great scene, and I, I think that that is probably my one of my favorite ones for her as a character because this honestly this could have been on our ghost investigation episode. Yeah, definitely. Um, she really does set up basically like a, a ghost adventures style 
setup here where she's got all these cameras around the house and she's got all this recording equipment. It's going to monitor temperatures and she sells it like you get convinced that, OK, I it's it's almost like you get the sense that she is kind of off mentally and has probably spent the last 10 years of her life figuring out how to set yep. all this stuff up and obsessing over that's, it. That's what I like uh, uh, the most about their dynamic, the brother and the sisters. That he's the one who's gotten out of the mental institution for uh, you know having been yeah. crazy, basically. But she's but the one who's gotten help. Yeah, she's the one who didn't and has been kind of like stewing yeah. obsessively yeah. over this thing. Yeah. And it shows in the way that they set this up. And again, I think my favorite part of this movie is just the setup here. So fucking cool. I agree that they've got like all these fail safes in place for how to deal with this mirror. Like, I love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. When a movie establishes lore very clearly and the rules yeah. very clearly and this movie does a great job of that. I think it's smart because the actual premise of the movie is it's very ridiculous. simple. It, well, too. It's the, also ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. It is ridiculous and it is but it is so simple. Haunted yeah. haunted mirror, you can't destroy it. Yep. And, but like Dylan said, they do a great job of building the world around that idea to where you're like they they've clearly thought of yeah, it. Yeah, it's very cool. So so I have two points on that. One, I I really appreciated it because a lot of times when we see haunted objects or haunted places, movies, it's always super ambiguous and kind of to the point where, like we we get it. You're not going to tell us the answer. We're we're never going to know if it's real or not. And and this movie like goes above and beyond to like clearly make a line which i thought was really fun it does but it does for a while actually play it, with the whole is this real aspect uh in in ways that work for the most part i think and that yeah, goes into my, that goes into the, something i really liked like our two characters we're basically just following yeah. the brother and the sister and like right. uh Mant said like she is having mental problems for the last you know sh she's been having kind of like her own personal way of taking care or like handling this tragedy mentally mm -hmm. whereas the you know the the brother was in the institution and was basically having constant medical attention mm -hmm. and he has taken a completely different route to where like to i love it exactly yeah. and kind of get over it and, and kind of understand it in his own way you know through science or whatever and i love how when they first get into this they, this is like the first time they're actually hanging out almost when they get to the house yeah. and and uh, she she's just like you know you're in denial man you don't you know you just don't understand it and he's like no I've talked to my doctor and you know it's this symptom and this and this condition and he's just kind of talking through it's it it's very and convincing it, I don't know it is and he's kind of using like not necessarily his training but what he's learned over the last ten yeah. however many yeah. years I so, thought that was cool uh, to and we, we we're giving a lot of praise to the the brother and the sister dynamic here which I really like it's my favorite part of this movie but mm -hmm. that brings me to the other half of this movie which is what I'm a little less crazy about is the flashbacks uh, to the mom and the dad uh, or mm -hmm. It's unclear really if they are flashbacks or what's happening exactly, but right. the mom and the dad are also in this movie in this space and, you know, along with the, the kids and we see kind of their background and their life there. Um, the mom's played by Katie Sackhoff, uh, who is in uh, Don't, Don't Knock Twice yeah, and is, yeah. you know, from Battlestar Galactica. She's, she's Starbucks. I, I love her, but uh, she's not given a ton to do in this movie. No, not and really. that's my big issue is that with the mom and the dad, I feel are very underdeveloped in this. And yet the whole plot hinges <laughs> around them. Yes. I was uh, going to say the same thing. So the way that they like they devolve and you see what exactly happened between them kind of rings a little hollow for me. Uh, and I, I just want to yeah, spend I, more time with. The, uh, I'm kind of with siblings. you on that. I, I think that most of those parts, the most of the lengthy parts that are with the parents, I kind of checked out yeah. mentally. It, it sucks because they're important and mm -hmm. they add a lot of value and credence to the other things that happen but like Dylan I literally in our group setting I called the dad the shape of a man because <laughs> he was like or the shape of a dad. He just broods in, well, in sullenly in the corner and stuff. Yeah. Yes yeah. that he has no character really. I don't remember them giving him a name but also he remember. has like the most quintessential dad shape yeah. and so like I just imagine the scripture says fatherly shape and when they were auditioning. The casting like, call was just dad bod. Dad yeah. bod yeah and, and then he gets in there and like it's not that he's bad it's just that I, I don't know exactly why it happened but 
he and the mom have almost no character whatsoever. They have no or nothing they, about them. They don't have a lot of chemistry either. So like a lot right. of this happens with their like devolving marriage because yes. of this mirror. But I don't you don't really have a place to go. But down you just see them in the whole like uh, shit's going wrong. It, it definitely so, is a case of like yes. they just want you to buy into it because they're married people. And if they're right. not happy, yeah, then that's and I'm bad. Like, I, I guess. But, but so why should I care? Uh, it, it, it is it to me. It's almost like, you know, it, it's like the idea of having the parallel storylines came first yeah. and yes. not, and not this idea that is it important that we show this much of the past? Yeah. It, it's too much could of the this past better have, underwritten to could have just better have been served as like a flashback in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I think they could have, I think they could have handled that. The problem is, is they devote so much time to the past without actually giving us any reason to care yep. about it. Other than the fact that our main characters are involved. I think the balance is just off. Cause like all of the stuff with the, even the kids in the past and like the kids grown up now is all good. It's just that there's too much on the balance. There's too much of the past in this movie and not enough of the future. I feel, like, I feel like in general the characters are weak but the yes. situation they're in and their character traits are interesting enough like yeah. when they're in the in the future fully grown and realized so uh the first time that i watched this i i i felt a lot of those things that you guys are talking about and then i learned that same night that this is based on a short film and to I me that, that makes that a makes lot sense, of sense yeah. because in for me i think this movie is very clearly a short film that's kind of stretched yeah, to yeah. to its limit or past its limit in some ways. Although uh, although the standout parts feel like they probably were in the short movie and then the other right. stuff, the padding is not, you know, like, which you know, makes whatever. me wonder if this I is better than a short film. I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, but it, we haven't even really talked about the horror aspect of this. Yeah, we should have to yeah. get to that. Um, there are some scares in this that are, are really good and, and pretty indelible. One that you've likely seen from the trailer involving a light bulb that is fucking just fucking hell. Ugh, it's hard to watch. Well, that, that's where this. So I was going to transition there. So we, we talked a little bit of shit about the parents and they're kind of uh, the, like the the, the past timeline but some of the best scares I think are in that timeline sadly and th there's like two different like uh, I guess aspects to the, the horror in this you've got the weird gross body humor or <laughs> body horror where we have like just very physical when she was repulsion. in that light, light bulb I was laughing my ass she eats the light bulb yeah I wish it cracking was up body humor I was like wincing there was some there was <laughs> yeah, some times yeah. and we're stepping on things and, and, and our hands are being cut but then also you have some just you know kind of straight up jump scares and like you know those I, are the parts I, that I'm less crazy about. Yeah, yeah so the movie I actually uh, like some of them I, the movie kind of from minute one I was like a little worried because we the very first thing we get is like a a, a spooky lady with glowy eyes scare. I hate the glowy eyes. I think that that's corny as fuck. Yeah, yeah yes. and she, and she comes back a couple times and I'm, I kind of roll my eyes when I saw that. And later on, not to have any major spoilers, but we get a lot of those glowy eyed ghosts and I fucking hate it. Like, it, yeah, I think it looks really it's, it's dumb. It's weak. And I mean, to be fair, you know, like, he did he did some even worse shit in, in Ouija, in Ouija too, yeah. where he did the, the open mouth giant CGI mouth. I do want to say like yes. he's still got a deft Trash. hand about this stuff like yeah, it is shot no. well like all of the scares are executed well it's just it's sometimes okay. the subject matter doesn't always work very well. I, I just I just don't think that that kind of I, you know that kind of ghost with uh, glowy eyes fits in a movie like yeah. this. It doesn't make sense. This movie is like so focused and serious and calculated. Why would they have weird dumb cornball? I, I like because that's that. what the people want to see. But Ouija because that movie is stupid and has no <laughs> yeah. no dignity. So of course I expect to see dumb shit. Like I mean Ouija too. Uh, you you liked right? That was that's yeah, the he, one that he, he did. did. Yeah. Ouija yeah. one is garbage. I don't want to hide that fact. I actually recommended Ouija two to people rec recently. Like I went out of my way to say Ouija two is pretty fun. It's pretty good. Yeah, but yeah. but the difference is that movie is not serious. It's yeah. not 
calculated and, and focused and like well shot and, and look you know doesn't look good it's just trashy dumb stupid fun and that's one of the things that i think is weird about this movie is tonally this one is just strange there's it is a little weird it, it goes for a super serious bent with a lot of the stuff in the past i don't yet, think there is but there yet there's single... this kind of like cornball like air to it in the the like present the stuff that they do especially and the yeah, ghosts don't fit but like, there's not there's not a single moment of humor in the whole there movie, really isn't is like, no, 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 no. It, it is like deadly like serious, serious. Uh, which I think is a disservice, honestly, to to what this movie could be. And that is almost that's that's basically where I come down on this one. Like, I like this movie a lot, but I think Manton and, and, and I kind of argued with Devin for a bit after we watched this movie about how yeah. we didn't love it. And he did. Yeah. And I can see why he does. Like, there's a lot of really good craftsmanship in this movie. Like, it's a well put together thing. But the parts don't always work together. And for me, I think a lot of that is tonally. This movie should have had a little bit more levity. Or it should have looked less cornball. It should so, have looked less cornball and fleshed out its characters a little yeah. more. This this is a movie that I feel like is elevated. Like I, I feel like Flanagan elevated this movie past what for it sure, probably would sure. have been. And let's also not remember this is a WWE production. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Blumhouse. So like. Yeah. I, I don't know. For me, this movie is just kind of above what I expected. Like, yeah. I've heard such middling things about this and such bad things. And, I, and when I, see, I don't really have tons of respect for Blumhouse. I feel like it's super hit or miss. Well, and yeah, so, they just they just take just what they get. They take yeah. whatever the Poop fuck. It out. And then and then when you guys told me this is WWE production, WWE <laughs> production. <laughs> I didn't even WD know that 40. until I put it on there. I, there was I was like, like, what? That was like a weird thing that happened in like the late 2000, like early 2010s or well, so. Some there of were a lot sense. of WWE productions that were not related to wrestling at all. No, this has well, some, some of them were, some were them like horror films with the wrestler guys. Like we watched See No Evil. They had like John Cena and like the Marine and shit. Like they were pumping a bunch of those up. They also had like the Halle Berry one where like she's trying to track some girl who gets kidnapped or something like they put out a lot of weird That's shit at weird, that time yeah. and I, they haven't done it in a while yeah that is weird well, you know, I'm not the Rock a is the most bankable star and they didn't get a fucking piece of that action well, yeah. well he's he's beyond them at this point oh yeah he, he absolutely, they can't afford him the Rock is, is, is God's gift to us <laughs> he truly is we, we could sit here and talk uh, Jumanji or treasure. Rampage or whatever but I guess we should review the movie instead yeah, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's hear what you think Dylan about Oculus yeah I, I like Oculus I, I respect it uh, but like a lot of Mike Flanagan's stuff uh, even you know my favorite of his hush it's all very workman like it's not it, Mike Flanagan's really good at turning in a, a very above average movie but he doesn't often <laughs> and I don't mean that as a dig I really don't like it sounds like you're just shitting on it, it. it does but like he is really good at making just a solid ass genre movie and it's never going to be anything transcendental but it's going to be something that's pretty fun to watch and that's what I'll say about Oculus it is despite it being super serious pretty fun to watch um, that said, I think that it should have been a little bit sillier or it should have leaned into, I think, the the, the parts of this movie that I like better. The, the lore set up, uh, the the kind of opening and, and the ending of this movie, I think, are really strong. But it gets kind of convoluted in some some weird timey wimey bullshit near the end or near, near the middle uh, that I don't love. Uh, so overall, for me, it's it's a light gem. Uh, it's definitely worth checking out. You can do a lot worse with your time. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give my review because it's really similar to Dylan's. Um, when I first watched this, I I thought it was pretty decent. I, I didn't really have any strong feelings one way or the other. I felt like this was, um, even before I knew it was a short film, I felt like this was probably a, a short, a small idea stretched to its kind of its limits. Uh, and in some ways, again, past its limit. Uh, and upon second viewing, I feel about the same. I, I had uh, a lot of trouble paying attention during some of the stretches of the uh, the the flashback sequences. Um, yeah, it's I, I I 
don't quite see where where Devin is coming from in this with the top 100 thing. Yeah, um, it's a bit much. But uh, I I think it's a pretty decent horror film. I I I personally think that it's not my favorite Mike Flanagan film. I in fact I think probably all of the ones I've seen I think they're all better. I think uh, uh, Ouija two is more fun. I think Hush is like a better straight up horror film. I really like Hush. Um, I, I think this is probably his weakest of those three. But that being said, I don't think it's bad. I, I definitely think it's good. It's a gem. It's it's one that I would recommend checking out. Um, and uh, Brandon, what do you think? Yeah, I, I was really excited to actually get into this one because I, I, I've heard about it for so long and never actually got around to watching it. And I'm so interested to hear you all talk up Flanagan's other movies because in general, I think this one and Gerald's Game are probably better than Ouija 2 or Hush. I, I, oh, I believe you on Gerald's Game. But uh, I haven't seen it. Yet. I'm very I've heard curious. Really good stuff about it. Yeah, I, I don't want to talk it up, but I'm just very curious to see if we watch it, what you all think about it, because it's nothing like I expected in the weirdest way. It's such a fucking weird, bizarre movie. Cool. I, I would like to see that. Out um, of but and Hush is a movie that I feel like just didn't. It, it was a cool concept, but they didn't use it well. So I, I don't know. Anyway, Oculus. This movie surprised me a lot at the beginning i could tell that this movie wasn't going to be the best thing i'd ever seen and there's a lot of moments of like uh kind of uh, like i really wish i could see james wan do some like this yeah, movie because yeah, yeah. because wan yeah, has the confidence has that right like that right tone yes or yes like he has the tone and he has the confidence to to let something linger in the background without fucking zooming in on it and making sure you see it <laughs> right and, and it's like i feel like this movie would have been better for that like yeah. there, there's a scene at the very beginning where we have we're looking in a mirror and we see some objects moving and then you're like oh that was cool did it move and then they fucking zoom in on it and you see it move i'm like oh well that's stupid so this movie overall i think it was good i think i'm a little closer to devin than than you all might be because i i liked i like that they were very clear about this movie i told devin at the very beginning i can tell that they're probably going to leave this open-ended and really just shit on me and make me feel <laughs> stupid for not guessing you know what was going to happen at the end but this movie has a very clear ending. It's very clear about what's going on. And if you watch the whole thing through, you know, you, you get some closure, which I like. Yeah, I really do like the ending a lot in this movie. I do. And I'm, I'm just glad to see a movie that's about spooky stuff have a very clear, obvious ending, which I liked. But for me, overall, I, I was interested in the lore. I think as stupid of a concept is in a haunted mirror attacking people. I, I think it's cool. And I think it's executed about as well as you could hope for. And like the, the lore was very interesting and I liked learning about that. And it was cool to see our characters kind of have these fail safes and have these precautions actually backfire on them. And it was just kind of like a, it, it reminded me of like a saw almost like where we have like little booby mm -hmm. traps and stuff, not in the torture aspects, but just the little booby traps that were fun. And I think overall I thought the scares were pretty good. So I had a good time with this one and, and it was like, it had some lulls, and I did actually get a little bored towards the middle, but yeah. once we started picking up the scares, and once we started really driving into the plot, like, I, I was digging it. So, it was, it's a gem for me. Nice. Cool, good to know. So, we've got one more review. I've got Devin's review here that he, he wrote for us. Oh, Devin. Uh, welcome, buddy. He wrote it from the grave. Oh. Uh, right before he died, this was... Sent a, it on, a, on his grave phone. <laughs> grave phone, wild. nice. Uh, he's got... No, anyway, anyways, I can't, I can't finish that joke. So, Oculus... Uh, surprisingly interesting premise killer mirror question mark that could easily be shit but pulled off wonder wonderfully by Flanagan for my money Flanagan's most well-rounded horror flick to date super polished modern horror which is why it's in my top 100 strong gem fair enough I mean I can't super disagree with a lot of that like it just 
it worked for him better, well, I guess. We know that Devin loves a modern horror movie that like is decent it's, or it's even definitely good. above average. And like, if you think stuff, about, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't mention the viscera. <laughs> if if you think about the fact that this movie kind of has a bar, it sets it. And like, think about where maybe the the horror bar was like theoretically yeah, sure. 10, 15, 20 years well, ago. That, I think it's a lot lower. That's what's interesting is that I I expected you know with our own horror bars that have raised and lowered a lot since we started the cast. I thought maybe I would feel a little differently about it. Mm. Like I did with uh, Grave Encounters. Yeah. But I think that this Grave Encounters was the weirdest. Well, Grave Encounters was God. weird because it was like that was at our our bottom of the barrel. It used to be. Yeah. But, but then our, our bottom, we, we, we discovered average. something how far, way how far we've come now, yeah. dude. Uh, so we're going to take a slight detour into uh, some email territory. We've nice. got a short but very sweet email. Oh, um, email me. This That's is like from, my penis. Uh, good old, good old uh, Matthew Whisker who says, uh, Hey, what's up, buddy? What are some of the Spooky Boys' desert island bands? Not Ooh. albums, but bands. Each the of you throw band. out a few. Cheers. Oh, shit. Uh, nice. I think about this a lot. Actually. I, I hate to spring this on you guys because this is kind of a. Oh, a I've already one. got this one. I already. All right, well, so hit it, hit us with it. So let, the, for me, this is very easy because I have I have a tradition. So I usually don't keep music on my devices like phones. Yeah. Yep. But back when I had an iPod or whatever, I, I there was a couple bands or every once in a while a band would appear on my device and I, I loved it so much. I listened to it so much that I I told myself I'm never gonna get rid of this, and I've kept that tradition. Now I have a phone that I don't need to store music on, but I literally keep certain music on my phone because I just even if I don't listen to it I fucking always need mp3s the are you serious yeah. wow that's old school um so there's a couple bands Megadeth number one yeah, love that band right. of death and uh Baroness would be another yeah so those are my metal and then I've got Tycho they're very relaxing very soothing all yeah, kind of good. good Tycho's cool all time and they're very just chill and then uh Small Black would be another one Yes. Oh, yeah, very good. Dylan, you got any ideas? Yeah, here? I uh, have pretty much the entire discography of the Hold Study. I love them to death. All of their stuff is very solid. Hmm. Um, probably Pavement, my favorite band. Uh, and I don't know. Um, like, I would want maybe like some Rolling Stones because uh, it's pretty just like solid ass classic rock. Uh, other than that, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I, I feel bad. I've never heard. I have never heard a single song from either of those first two bands. I don't think. Yeah, check them out. They're good as hell. Bitch, I might. Uh, for me, I probably, probably Radiohead, too. Radiohead would be good to have. Yeah, this is tough because it's I I tend to go through um like year long phases yeah, where I, I like benders. certain things. Um, like I of course I've been a a very deep into all the slasher wave stuff like yeah. uh, Perturbator. Oh yeah, uh, is that what it's called? G O S T. What slasher wave? Yeah, it's like never um, heard that term for it, but yeah, that term it, it's sense. it's perfect. It makes yeah. sense. Turbo yeah. Kid soundtrack shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Lamontos, yeah. yeah. God, um, Lamontos rips. More stuff that's kind of lasted longer in my life. Titus Andronicus. Yeah. Uh, their first album is like one of my favorite of all time. Uh, I saw them with Dylan, actually. Yeah. With uh, Dude from the Whole Study with Greg Finn. Oh, was, yeah, yeah. Interesting. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a good time. And uh, I think uh, in the same kind of vein as some of the ones Brandon said, I think, uh, well, that's the thing he said. He said not not uh, albums, but fuck it. Uh, Rain and Blood by Slayer. Jesus <laughs> Christ, that God. album rips. Uh, I can't listen to it in the car because I'll drive like a maniac. Too fast. Um, it's, it's a fun one. So hey, I'm kind of like you, man. I, I have, you know, I go through like not iterations, but I have like phases where I'll listen to something for a while and then I'll get away, I'll get bored of yeah. it. But it's also nowadays it's tough because it's like I get so many choices. I typically uh, there's two site there's two things I use. I use Listen on Repeat, which is if you haven't heard of it, it's a really cool site that lets you 
basically it like pulls music from YouTube and it and it does like a Spotify thing, but oh, that's with cool. YouTube Aggregate stuff. So it's all it's all free to use and all that stuff. I I definitely recommend it. Uh, but then again, Spotify too. It's like I just go in and like I have my put in yeah songs. I, I put in a seed that, yeah. and I just listen to all of it. Yeah. See that like that, I got, like after we went to fucking uh, what was that brewery in, in outside of Chicago. I got like so into like sludge metal and yeah, like doom metal. Tight. They're playing some of that good shit. God, but I, I couldn't tell you any of the names. Yeah, of the yeah. Names. It, I just all... listen to shit on Spotify. See, yeah, see that's why I love sites that will play or suggest things for me because right. I, I'm one, I'm lazy, but two, I just don't have the energy or like motivation to de- 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 dedicate time to yeah. go finding music, and it's actually really hard. Yeah, like in college, nice. I used to do the whole like combing the blogosphere for shit, like right, trying yeah, to like, put I would, shit together. I would go through. I ain't got and... fucking time for that yeah. anymore. And Spotify has like ruined me of that entirely it's nice. like, well that's the thing is that you just play just you play a station like. and well that's the thing is that you can play a station they can play things that are yeah. tangential and if you like something you just oh, fucking cool. add it yeah you, exactly you add he it. was talking about college and you said playstation so i was like thinking he's putting his <laughs> cds in his playstation 2 or something i was a little confused uh Rip speaking of confusion mm. why don't we talk about our next film this is going to be good question one-eyed monster yeah. who gave that to us oh that was me i'm sorry uh, oh boy so why why did you give this to uh Blutster well, and first tell us off about it. uh it, it's about a penis uh and you know Blutster, he likes lowest common denominator humor can you explain one-eyed He's monster the what the, the, i'm what getting that to it no 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 Fuck what is jesus what is the phrase one-eyed wait. monster mean i don't I would get love it. to see a one-eyed monster uh the one-eyed monster is a commonly used uh euphemism for a penis uh because Oh, the yeah. eye portion is like the pee hole uh, oh. and sometimes a dick can be referred to as a monster if oh. it is uh, disagreeable or large, large or if it's attached um, to me in charge or if it's attached to Blutzer, uh or detached uh, and in this case this yeah. penis is detached okay. this uh, belongs to uh, notorious schlongster uh, Ron Jeremy <laughs> who is in our movie uh, now I gotta explain a little bit about why I got this this is a movie about yeah, Ron please. Jeremy's detached penis killing people sounds mm-hmm. great on paper uh, I got this for Blutzer because I knew this was going to be terrible uh, and because I'm paying him back for a live funny games it's fair, I deserve uh, it. pretty much everything that he's ever recommended for the cast uh, which has turned out to be dog shit so bef- I just want to say before we get to and I love him and I love you know like dick related I'm, I'm not mad okay. I deserve it and I appreciate how like focused you were just straight to the tip of the dick you just were like okay we're gonna do a dick themed horror so I, I have given you over the course of this I've given you the shaft the good son and now one eyed monster so <laughs> the good son there, was there's like, a pattern I think the, like well that's the thing is the Good Son was an actual movie. Yeah. No, yeah. the but, Shaft actually turned out to be yeah, good. Yeah, the Shaft too. wasn't that the bad. The Shaft was still my favorite that you've given me so far. Yeah, and actually, like, I would agree. Every, like every movie surprises me in such a, a weird way. Yeah, this was a oh, surprise yeah. as and well. And this movie kept it just kept the surprises coming because well, when you talk about the premise of the movie, yes, you think you know what you're getting into with exactly. One Eyed Monster. And so let me get into the synopsis here. One Eyed Monster uh, features a porn crew uh, going to make a location based porn in a cabin on the mountain for some fucking reason. Listen, that's what you do that is i guess what you do when you've got you plenty do. of money to throw it's around not, for a porn we, budget we they shoot this fucking the industry, thing inside okay. in a cabin <laughs> they never use the location it doesn't matter yeah. it doesn't matter uh but anyway ron jeremy is on uh this this porn uh crew full of some other forgettable dumbasses right. uh and they <laughs> they go so go to a cabin and ron jeremy is lamenting about how he used to be a star and he can't get it up anymore uh and while he is standing outside staring at the stars one of those stars comes <laughs> and zaps comes? him uh uh, and well, uh, eventually there's going to be some coming, and uh, in the very the, little action, the moment of coming, uh, Ron Jeremy's penis detaches. Uh, apparently, we not we don't see it, and so that is one-eyed monster. His dick is uh, going around.
around trying to kill and impregnate people. It's hard to tell. We uh, we'll find out why later. It's, yeah. Do we? Kind of. They do uh, explain it, yes. That's one eyed monster. Um, so, I, yeah. before we get into the, the meat of the movie. Oh, I see what you did there. I, uh, I actually want to kind of say that I, it was kind of endearing at the beginning. This movie. This we, is so weird, yeah. This movie is one of the most fucking bizarre curveballs that Dylan ever could have possibly thrown because he picked it because it was going to be schlocky and dumb and and like absolutely exploitative and nonsense right and this movie yeah. is none of those this things movie starts out weirdly good natured and like that's what wholesome. i want to bring up so there's, a, there's a scene very early on in the movie where ron jeremy is talking to one of the older actresses i think is probably I, also a porn star uh, she probably, probably is but uh, I, I think it's supposed to be his wife or i don't know well, someone whatever. he cares about honestly i don't even think it's his wife i think it's like his close friend yeah, sure, and sure they sure. sell it weirdly yeah they they feel like actual friends um Ron jeremy's not terrible in this he's honestly one of the best yeah. and so is so is this other older woman but yeah. anyway um they're they're talking in uh sort of like one of the bedrooms of the cabin and they have this weird heart to heart where they're talking about getting old and like how it's they they both have these confidence issues in their performances in right. their job, which it just happens to be porno. And how much they love and respect each other. It's, and it's fucking weird. It's weird and, and wholesome. And, and that's I, why I wanted to bring I was up. digging that. Yeah. Because Ron it. Ron is like motivational in this moment. It's, he's just like he's like, listen, you might be old, but you're experienced and you're amazing. You like, have your own unique traits. If you yeah, want something, yeah. go out and get it. I'm like, Absolutely. Yeah. This is thank you for the motivational pep talk, Ron. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy. No, couple, couple Where's this coming the, from? And this and this to me, this is genius. Like this moment, this this is what this movie it's should so have been awesome. because th- this is this is where we're gonna get to like some confusing problems. But you kind of <laughs> oh, had a lot of them, the rest yeah. of the movie. You you kind of have this idea in your head that it's gonna be a a, a gore fest or like uh, Ron tons of nudity. You imagine it's gonna be Ron Jeremy's dingus just flopping flying around, around flying on a string. That's actually what I wanted. That's what I wanted people in the face. But then we started to get this weirdly wholesome, and there was another character who was like the good nature good boy. Yeah, he was like he, he was a like, porn star, but he was so nice. He was like uh, talking about one of the girls. He's like, I really have a crush her i'd like to like you know ask her on a date properly and he's like you're gonna there's be not, fucking not her. a joke attached what, to that his, like he just like it's, well, it's kind of sweet I like his, his, his friend is like you're gonna be fucking her later and he's like i know but i just really want to ask it's her not out. the same it's not the same it's, I, it's I like work the, i know? like the idea I, I i love that they clearly delineate between porn as a job and then like their actual relationships and <laughs> it's just would. like you don't take your your work home you right, don't shit right, where right. you eat exactly <laughs> and i like the idea like this this idea that you have this very this guy who his job entire job is to have sex with random women but he's super wholesome and has just a very innocent crush so that coupled with the fact that ron is giving this motivational speech <laughs> it's and he's like weird tonal whiplash it's not I, what you expected and, and yeah. i can't tell if ron is a great actor or if he's just so much better than everyone else that he actually that is, i believe him in that moment that is really strange is it's that so like you you expect weird. it in a movie that is it actually says introducing ron jeremy which is fucking not Doesn't true he has like sense. 1400 uh credited roles well he's i mean he is also porn, probably one of the most famous porn stars yeah. period so he's not being introduced it's not introduced at all that's what they choose to say but you expect that in a movie that is introducing ron jeremy all of the other actual actors are going to do a better job than him but holy shit do they not no he is like the star here like he's weirdly giving it all here and so is the Uh, other the lady who seems like a porn actress like she's doing a pretty good job too i do want to say the first thing brandon said when when ron walked on screen was ron looks like a sausage with a spray tan god he's repulsive (laughs) he really is (laughs) he is disgusting We, we can't minimize the fact that he is just like an aggressively gross looking guy I, I know literally nothing about him as he a person a penis. in real life but in the movie honestly he seems like a nice yeah, guy he, he kind of does he seems fine yeah, yeah. Nothing um, against him, he just looks gross. It, and what is also weird about this tonally is that, like, they're all saying stuff about sucking and fucking.
talking and like <laughs> holes and shit like that. Yeah, like yeah. they're all talking about the raunchy sex shit. But this movie is so weirdly puritanical and about devoid of any shit. sex. There's in a movie there's, there's about one... Ron Jeremy's detached penis. You would have expected some like TNA and some gratuitous shit. There's one pair of boobs and that's it that's in this it. whole movie. That's the only news. There's some implied sex, but and everything is like shot in in like weird oblique angles. And, and another problem here is that we see the penis like one yeah, time or maybe two times. Fuck. Okay, so we haven't even gotten to the, the biggest... point where his dick detaches. Okay, so the dick detaches, everything falls this apart. This scene is fucking in, inscrutable. Like, Bef- I don't know what's going on. <laughs> before, we, before we get too far into that, I do want to say that that scene was super confusing me for one reason. In the scene where Ron Jeremy was talking about his wholesome motivational speech to this older woman, she says, ah, I have a trick up my sleeve. And before we do that porn scene with Ron Jeremy, she tells the director that she has a special trick Kegels. that she can do with her vagina with Kegels where she can, uh, you know, do whatever magical wizardry with her vagina. It's just tightening your muscles down there. Right, nothing wizardry. special. So, fast forward to the scene where she's having sex with Ron and I'm assuming she's using her Kegel tricks on his dick and then all of a sudden he well, she's flies not, he's she's not, not because she uses it later we find out that well, it is a secret exactly weapon. and that's the thing I didn't realize you're, it you're having to assume because this movie is, is shot doesn't show us anything it's, yeah. it's, it's like, dumb this, but all of a sudden Ron Jeremy just starts having like a weird seizure and then she literally <laughs> shoots off of her like out of frame everything's out of frame in this scene and, and it, I was it just is, like it, it is so fucking hard to follow what's happening in there's this a, scene. There's an which amazing... Which is the crux of your movie is how Ron Jeremy's dick detaches and goes on a killing spree. I didn't even know it detached the way that this is shot. Right. Like, I think and at our, first I thought if it did, it was related to her Kegels. I, I was like, what the fuck? It's so fucking hard to follow. <laughs> uh, I think one of our first concerns with uh, out, out of frame <laughs> was... first concern. <laughs> no, there were well, a lot of them. Dude. By this what, point, we're already like... The, when, sound, the when sound mixing it, when was my first the, concern. When it comes to uh, out of frame, there was, a, there was a great moment where Ron and is talking to somebody and he before he finishes his sentence he just walks off the screen <laughs> and he's still he's still talking but he's completely off the screen <laughs> he's not, not mic'd he's not mic'd let's so not forget this movie has I, no should also, I should also point out that like uh, this movie is not even close to one of oh, the God. worst no, no, shot no, no. or yeah. worst looking movies we've seen. It's not good by which any is stretch. Why when it started out, I think we were like, oh, it's like there's maybe, some potential here. Uh, this might be like actually a, a pretty fun, decent time. Yeah. Uh, the, this right, this so the, scene the though of the off. dick coming off like absolutely squanders all that goodwill, and yeah. it's all downhill from here. Yeah, it uh, is. Well, it, because we realized that like we we all knew what we were signing up for. I even told Kells, I was like, you don't want to watch this. It's going to be super. There's going to be tons of nudity. It's going to be stupid violence, tons of gore. None, it's going to be that. And it's literally not. none of those things happen. Yeah. And in this movie where a detached dick is going around slaughtering people, I want to see a dick flying around so, the room on strings. I want to exactly. see cum. I want to see like... You want to see it slapping people, whatever. But I want to see like veiny balls <laughs> crushing people. But and I didn't get to see that dick. It could be anybody's once. dick for as little as we see it. Like, well, uh, who cares that it's Ron Jeremy? Yeah. That, could be my that tiny is, one flying around. Well, that is true. But uh, I think we, we realized that what it seems that they've done is that they only show the dick when it is completely still when they don't yeah. have to do any puppetry when they don't have to do any strings when it's just a cheap dildo you they they talk about it constantly and they'll show it they'll show you the dicks Shadows the dicks it. view oh i hate this <laughs> and, it, and it, lo- it looks terrible it's not funny looking like and it's not even the right it's not even like a little slit like you'd expect it no to be. It, it's like a circle around the, the it's like a pink circle around uh, the frame but right but then but then like it's you know like it's a, cam? It's, I don't it's attacking know. people and they're talking about how it went through someone's head and stuff but you don't see it and then randomly you see it when he he goes to try and uh, drive the car and he goes to go for the stick shift but it's the dick 
dick shift. That was kind of funny. Kind of a funny joke. Well, could be a funny joke, but there's, there's a lot. But then of you don't could, see it again for thirty more minutes. There's a lot of honestly could be funny jokes in like in you know the sort of like American yeah. pie sense, the like yeah, broad crass yeah. humor. But they're all the timing is weird the t- and the off and weird. like and and nothing gets a chance to like land. It's all said at the wrong long wrong time and like by the wrong person. I, uh, I this I, movie I, is weirdly competent and, and the then it just, just dumbest and then it's just not. It, so, and then it misses all the dumb shock and shit that a, it yeah. should have been nailing. There's a couple things I wrote down. One was uh, the the wholesome way. There was another fun like potentially if this was a different movie, if this oh, was done yeah. differently. He's like he tells this girl that he likes to sing, and she's like, "Okay, can you sing for me?" And he says, "I know a pretty girl named Wanda. She's someone that I'm awfully fond of." You're like, "That's so fucking stupid." Could work could, in a different. Could be movie. funny, but yeah, it's weird because like the, you know you would expect all this nudity, and like there's a scene where one of the characters he's like, "Okay, we're gonna use your underwear as bait. Take it off." And, uh, and this is where in most movies you'd have all this nudity and you just only see from the top of her body and she is quote unquote taking her underwear off as this long weird scene and and it's not it done in this way that where they're trying to be wholesome or where they're trying to be respectful it's just awkward it's like it's like they weren't given permission to do it's a certain weird, amount of nudity yeah. right. or something. This, it's it's this, like they were trying to make this for TV, but it's also a movie about Ron Jeremy's detached penis, so it fucking wasn't made for TV. Clearly, yeah. This, they, they're putting weird limitations on themselves in this thing that, like, honestly, like, as dumb as this idea is, you could make a fun, broad comedy out of this. So or I, you, I could, think, you could make at least something that... Or a, a dumb, gory slasher. Yeah. The thing is, is, like... They do I, neither. I, I think, if you listen to this, you're probably thinking that we just want to see some nudity, which, you know what, fucking whatever, maybe, but... The, th- but the problem is that they don't commit to anything like they yeah. don't they don't commit to a, a disgusting you know vulgar dick flying around killing people they don't even show it they don't commit to nudity they never show it they don't commit to fucking anything they don't, they don't show commit to characters that they built up in the beginning exactly. and they just like disappear from the movie this, this, this is, thing is about like, these dumb characters that are vapid and shitty and flat and they don't do anything I, I, I'm the thing about this is like I'm not even saying necessarily that it had to be uh, this like nudity gore filled fest in fact, I, I would love it. I would love it if they they subverted that like they yeah, did in the yeah, beginning, yeah. and it was just the like it kind of worked for it me. It was like weirdly wholesome, and like they they actually band together and fight off this penis or whatever. Yeah, and it, they they show that porn stars are people too. Totally. And See, that's, that's the kind biggest, of the message at the beginning. That's but the biggest problem though is that the two people we connected to at the beginning either a died immediately or two were incapacitated <laughs> yeah. until the final moment yeah, of the movie. It's like they only had Ron there for like an hour. He's gone. But they have he's gone unconscious. For so what's her long. name for the entire movie exactly she's just, she's unconscious, just and unconscious and being carried and around nothing. by people it's like it's so frustrating. honestly the most fleshed out and interesting character and she's unconscious yeah, for the entire film fucking such a dumb it, and, and who we're left with are just totally forgettable like right, all the, the, the rest of the characters here are just they honestly boring. blend together you have and well you do have the nerd guy who creates the the, uh, the tactile stimulant like it, it's a uh, fleshlight that's robotic and yeah. contains Which like pre-programmed vagina like it's, <laughs> it's, it's not stupid. It's stupid it should be actually like kind of funny and like or played for something it matters literally nothing in the movie like you it watch, doesn't uh, end one up of being the main guys anything. get his dick sucked by it for like a while could be funny but it's like it's minutes. done for too long it's a little and like, weird and it, it's too weird like it and that, that there's like the the scene that, to me that epitomizes this movie is later on they have like some weird vietnam vet so character or whatever he's oh, just sitting God, in a kitchen dude. monologuing about fucking nonsense forever and that scene just never ends and it's not funny and it's not added to like the your, movie and it doesn't he's, do he's anything your old racist grandpa and he's like every once in a while mentioning something about racism. yeah mentioning, no, yeah mentioning penis stuff 
and it's just it goes on forever it's It's so out of place that that was basically a history dump and so like that scene was the one where i literally checked out and the movie movie was a blur after that so the problem is is like they they tell you about this dude that's living on the mountain with him in this remote place and all of a sudden he appears frozen like an ice cube all of a sudden outside their That's, building it's never explained how it's he bizarre. got there or why yeah. and all of a sudden he starts literally giving st- like t- like storytelling to them and he's tells there because they needed another character and he starts yeah. explaining the history of this penis and how he's seen this before and like his this entire backstory uh, this scene is probably literally like 20 yeah. minutes so, long of him going through this bullshit and it has and that no, whole that whole middle portion and, and, and later oh portion boy. of the movie too is just like fucking added nonsense it's just them wandering through with like a weirdly serious like like soundtrack that sounds like from the descent yeah like the the tone is all fucked up and like and there's just people wandering around one of whom is like played to be like maybe a turncoat character but then isn't like well no she is but i mean it's it's revealed in the fucking credits in the credits like a fucking sam like samuel jackson avengers like fucking Uh, sting and, and again we should point out that like you're not seeing the penis it's it's, it's not the, flying around. Show me the dick. It, it, they they no, show it eventually, real. and I'm, it's just around people's necks. That's all it does. If is I'm going like, to rent a you. movie about Ron Jeremy's detached penis, you better fucking bet I want to see Ron Dude, Jeremy's detached penis. it was penis. pissing me off so much because when he when it detaches from his body, right, the first thing they does do... Does it? I don't know. They, they run they, you know, they, they run over <laughs> and check on the, the lady, and then they go to check on Ron... And they're like, oh my god, his penis is gone. Look, and they're lo- they're all looking at they're it. They're all pointing at we it. Never we never see. We never see, see like it's his so, a bloody stump. So we never. We see. don't even see Ron Jeremy in that point. Like they're just no. Pointing you see him from from the from his screen. big old belly up. And Dude, that's it. There's Ugh. no. Uh, there's, we cannot emphasize this enough. There's no effects. They literally nope. show blood one time, and it's yeah. like little like they show some cum, but it never comes from the penis. The guy's head. Oh, there there was there was some cum that drops. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Well, anyways, who cares? We uh, during this movie, we uh, how did we Dylan, talk about so this? Yeah, so yeah, I, I checked out very early. D- Dylan on Dylan checked movie. out, uh, and he was just kind of researching Ron Jeremy. He found out that he has a. Very long. Uh, so I, I, was, I was intrigued because the there were fourteen hundred something credits on IMDb, yeah. and I was like, okay, so most of those are pornos, right? Well, not all of them. He's in some like legitimate movies uh, in a lot of uncredited extra roles, which he's is also weird. in the Godfather, like, the Godfather Part Three, Ghostbusters. He's uh, apparently you, what in you the took away one of my jokes. Uh, one of my jokes. Well, uh, but I did. Uh, we Manton and I made a point because we weren't actually giving a shit about the movie of cataloging uh, all the good titles that I could come up or that I could find from Ron Jeremy's illustrious career. Yeah. Uh, so you got a couple here. Yeah. Right? Oh, there's more than a couple. I'll just spit fire a bunch of these. We have um, the Anus family. <laughs> Dylan almost just Jeez, sorry. Coffee. Yeah, I'm guessing that that was an Adams family knockoff, yeah. but he's also in the Badams family yeah. uh, or the Madams family. It was that Madams, same year. Yeah. Um, That's so weird. Two times a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck my ass. No lube with an exclamation mark. That's just straight uh, to the point. I like okay. That. I appreciate uh, that. 21 Hump Street. I love that. Scooter God. Trash, which I guess is a street trash. I wonder. Knockout. I do wonder. Fuck no. That movie was already. We have porn. to watch to find out. <laughs> yeah. uh, Susie Cream Cheese. That one cracked me up. I don't know why. <laughs> You bang us on your anus. Wow. Um, lust of Blackula. Nice. Uh, <laughs> creamy cheeks. Nice. <laughs> sperm busters. And nice. then I, w- that I was, was gonna, the I, best they could come up with. I was going to say, and then I was going to say, Ghostbusters. What about Chuck Thrusters? Uh, that's yeah, it's good. It's already better. 
uh, cream on my melons. Nice. Uh, I love the ones that are just straight to the point. Just do it. This one this is, is weird. an action. I would need you um, to perform it. Ass gas and the mystical glop. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, when you said that during the movie, I almost like just laid on the floor and just went to sleep. <laughs> like I was just done. <laughs> we have two. We have a pair of films. I I, I assume they're related. Maybe oh, ones. Yeah. Uh, screw my wife, please, and make her smile. <laughs> uh, which, and the follow up is screw my wife, please, and do her doggy style. I love the please. Yeah. I also love it's that they so, rhyme. Yeah. Uh, Allie McFeel. Like, uh, nice, wow. Nice. Sodomania 42. The juice is loose. <laughs> that sounds like some shit my friend would say. The juice honey, is loose. Honey, we blew up your pussy too. <laughs> the great American squirt off. Nice. It's a wholesome family uh, competition. Uh, spunked, yeah. which is a, a punked parody. I, I love that. Which we imagined is like, you know, he, he's having sex with a woman and then at the end she takes off her mask and it's, and it's Ashton Kutcher. I would uh, fucking love that. Uh, gotcha. Dog the Booty Hunter. Nice. Uh, this, we have this, well, that was this creative title, Saw a Hardcore Parody. <laughs> um, my Oldest Fuck 2. And we have Tosh Porno. <laughs> That I one can't believe, uh, I cannot is believe that. troublesome. So I, I hope that's not. Real. Anyways, that's uh, one-eyed monster, Dylan. What do you think, buddy? It sucks, uh, but it doesn't suck in the way that I thought it was going to suck. No. Uh, I thought this was going to be like a shitty, schlocky, sh- God, that's shitty, schlocky, shucky movie. Shitty, schlocky suck, but it's really not that. It's not schlocky. It's not a sloppy suck at all. Yeah. I I needed I needed more like Ron Jeremy's detached Slop- penis flying more around and murdering people. Like yeah. I needed this to get. Yeah gorier and grimier and goopier yeah. and it just never did like this is a, a movie that is weirdly competent at the beginning in like almost trying for a type of movie that I didn't think I needed out of this and I wanted to see more of that weirdly wholesome subversion instead it goes for just a nothing movie like this yeah. is just vanilla like uh, nothing it's just I don't I want that kinky shit I, well seriously like I, if I am going to rent a movie called one-eyed yeah, monster that is about yeah. Ron Jeremy's detached yeah. penis I need one thing and that's Ron Jeremy's detached penis and you fucking you don't, don't get, get it that. you don't get that in this movie uh, uh it's it's just miserably boring uh but it's again a though, strong gem it's it's not one of the worst things we've seen it's, it's not actually yeah I, I needed it to be that I needed it to be worse I, I was almost memorable. hoping it was worse. I, will, I forgot this and I just saw it yesterday <laughs> dude it's uh it's a stinker. Uh, it sucks, but not in the ways that I needed it to. Uh, yeah, Blutster, what do you say, buddy? Yeah, I think I think the way I exited the house after this movie ended is pretty much. <laughs> pretty much he was he was trying to convince us to turn it off. He wanted us to. I was like, no, buddy, this I is your gift. To, yes, thanks, Don, for this. Um, <laughs> hey, you're welcome. Thanks for a lie. This movie is <laughs> terrible in the weirdest ways. It subverts your expectations in the worst possible way. And the problem is, is that. I, I think that if Ron and the other woman had stayed in the movie, yeah. I think it might have even carried me through to the point where I wouldn't have given this a gem, but it would have been a mildly tolerable, interesting little romp, I guess. The problem <laughs> is, is the two people we connect with die or are knocked out immediately. And this movie does not have anything going for it. It's not overly stupid. It's not funny. It's not horribly incompetent to where we could laugh at it. It's just right on the middle line where it, you can tell the production values are shit. You can tell that the writing is shit. You can tell that the characters are shit. But it's just done well enough to where it's just just on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> and goddamn, is it so boring. And yeah. literally, there I, I only see two dicks in the movie. I only see the one dick twice, and I was just thirsty for more. I wanted more dick. Thirsty for that dick. I'm thirsty for that fucking juicy Ron meat. I want that juicy Ron meat. For God's sakes, this is a movie about, like, porn stars getting their dicks ripped off and killing each other. Like, 
show me the dick show me the dick it, this yeah. is like uh right. what's that movie with tom cruise uh, uh jerry Maguire. jerry Maguire. show me the dick show me the dick i want it and yeah. i didn't i didn't see it there okay. was there was no there was no dicks there was no gore there was no schlocky humor this movie was so fucking lame goddamn and when the movie ended i didn't say a word i just said i'm leaving bye and then walked home kel said how was the movie i said terrible sat down quietly and just sat there and then went to bed <laughs> this movie fucking Great. defeated me it's a stinker uh that was all very Welcome good to know uh, i have devin's review here one-eyed monster didn't watch but stinker fair. <laughs> and, then, fair. and then he corrected it and said but with two t's stinker <laughs> but stinker um yeah, uh, this this movie sucks, but in way different ways than than I thought it would. I thought it was going to be maybe so bad it's good. I thought it was going to be something closer to like Thanksgiving. Yeah, super overly crass and whatever. And this isn't really that. It's all. It almost feels like they didn't want to push anything too far as far as like blood or nudity it's like a pg-13 porn comedy it is and that doesn't why would you do that i know that's like nobody those wants things or don't, needs don't that. work together um like brandon said dick should have been flying around a string should have been whatever um none of that shit happens it's really fucking boring i think even i i think uh be twisted when we mentioned this in discord was like <laughs> oh my kind of movie you know he it's mentioned really that not, he wants man. to dude be twisted I, I honestly don't think even you would would dig this even uh, even at your leprechaun standards, I, yeah. think, I don't think I don't think be so. I don't level. think so. I I couldn't truly, uh, you know. I, I thought I could at least come out of this and say like I recommend this to all you sick freaks out there. I sick don't porno freaks, but no, I don't. No, I can't. I don't recommend this to anyone. Yeah, so. I honestly would probably rather watch a leprechaun movie than this. because oh, at least 100%. there's something to talk about. At least that's yeah. At least that's something. At least so yeah, that's something. Uh, there you go. It's a stinker. Uh, the movie sucks. Yep. All right. So uh, next we're gonna talk about sucks. S U C C. Uh, okay. Next, we're gonna talk about hardware. Oh yeah. This one, uh, despite the name, is not another porno movie. Damn it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, hardware was the one that I gave to Blutster. Uh, this is a film by Richard Stanley. I think this is one of his one of his first. Um, I'll talk a little bit about how I found this movie in a few minutes. But hardware is the story of Mo and his girlfriend, whose name escapes me. Girlfriend. Does, I have no idea. Anyways, uh, Jill, and also they all, Jill, yeah, Jill, Jill. And then we also have Shade, uh, another one of his <clears> friends. So they all live in this sort of post-apocalypse. It's almost like imagine Blade Runner, but the worst. Slums. Blade Runner meets Fallout. Yeah, Blade Runner meets Fallout. Uh, yep. The the worst possible slums of uh, Blade Runner. Um, and in this world, they're sort of scavenging. It's not quite Mad Max level. There is society. There's television. It's like Judge Dredd. I mean, and it's based on a 2080 comic, so pretty yeah, similar setup. Pretty, pretty similar uh, setup there. So one day, uh, Mo is coming back from. Uh, we we find out he's been kicked out of basically the military, and he's kind of going back home. And he picks up some stuff for his girlfriend Jill. Uh, it's kind of like a peace offering because he's been gone for way longer than he said he would be. Jill is an artist, uh, sort of a starving artist type. She's not making a lot of money with off of her art, but Everybody's she does starving. it. Well, everyone in this world is <laughs> so a she little fits right in. Um, yeah, uh, it was an easy role for her to take. So um, he comes with a peace offering, which is something that he bought from a junk dealer who had just 
uh, receive some shipment from a guy called a what is he a zone head a zone freak or Zoner, something zone basically a guy that wanders around and finds junk and, and sells it off and he maybe is some kind of drug addict or something whatever zone of the enders I, don't know. <laughs> I, wow. I wondered so he, he brings uh, some junk back to his girlfriend and he's like hey I found this stuff it's kind of cool you could use it for your art she's like nah all right um, so she takes this weird little uh, skull head uh, robot skull that they that she finds uses it in her heart. But guess what? The Robo Skull is alive and it's bad and it wants to kill. Yep. That's that's your premise. That's your movie. So I the reason I gave this to Blutzer was I, I watched a, a really good documentary. It's it's called like um, The Doomed Journey of Richard Stanley's Island of Dr. Moreau. Really long title. But uh, if you looked up you know Island of Dr. Moreau, you'd find it. It's a documentary about the uh, failed or <laughs> very tumultuous production of this film. Uh, the Island of Dr. Val Kilmer and like Marlon Brando uh, one from the 90s. Yes. And it looks fucking insane. I haven't watched the actual movie. It, yeah. I, I would like to one day, but definitely check out the documentary. Is if the you're movie interested. supposed to be any good? I don't think so. Um, no. And it, I, I wouldn't imagine because it's a hot mess, but it does have some of these weird elements that make it kind of a, a cult movie. Sure. Similar to what we're going to talk about with yeah, hardware. I, I've seen Richard Stanley show up in uh, Yodorowsky's Dune, uh, the documentary. Yeah, he's interviewed yeah. in there and he seems like a fucking weirdo. Like, he is a super weirdo. He's kind of like uh, when they show when he's young he's sort of a, a witch kind of guy he wears like this black hat he's, and he has long black hair he's kind of goth very, I don't know if you're familiar with Grant Morris and the comics artist or an author like he seems a lot like that like he seems like chaos he chaos magic loves, and weird uh, shit yeah, like Nine Inch Nails and, all and, and I mean he's got like ministry songs in here too and like <laughs> yeah, and Lemmy yeah. Kilmeister shows up and Iggy Pop is, yeah, a, is well, the voice in this movie so like He's in that scene. Basically, yeah. when I was watching this, I showed some clips from Dust Devil and this hardware, and I was like, holy fuck, this is like this weird uh, uh, alien meets Mad Max weird Terminator sort of thing. Bluster would probably dig it. So, yeah, let's talk about it. Yep. I think, uh, like like Matt said, all you have to do is see a couple scenes of this movie to know that it's it's going to have something interesting in it, because visually this movie yeah. is fucking it's very interesting. Yeah. Like, uh, and especially... Way, punching way ahead of its... Uh, astoundingly so. Yeah, For a movie of this budget, it looks incredible. Yeah, and I, and I think that's mostly in due to just the creativity. There's a lot of uh, just creativity overall one in the set design we have lots of really weird very very detailed lots of handcraft goes into every single like weird set and weird thing on each character like from down to their costumes down to their clothes that's, that's the standout for me i think my favorite part is that early on in this movie like and it very quickly sets the scene here where the set design is communicating so fucking much about the world around it that like you get a very good idea of a very cool post-apocalypse that's happening that is never shown in the movie. I mean, like, it's, it's, it but is you, but on, you feel like you're there, but you it feel is like on a, like Mad Max level of quality. Very, very smart. Like you little bits like the, she opens her pair fridge and there's like Schlitz beer and lactoplasm, like something that is branded <laughs> as lactoplasm. You're like, what the fuck is lactoplasm? Never really get the answer, but no, it's exactly. enough to tell you about what the world is like outside. But, but you it. can tell that there was a passion for building very that cool. world. And that's why, I mean, you know, love it or hate it. That's why I reference Blade Runner because Blade Runner yeah, is very yeah, much yeah. its world, very much its aesthetic, and very little else to some people. And this movie has a lot of that going on, mm. where yeah, every single yeah. thing that characters are using, if it's branded, is almost always made for that world, yeah. except for Schlitz. I think that's the only, yeah. which is a nice touch in itself. And, and, too. Yeah, like, right, oh, right, right, right. That, that says something yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It does, and so everything clearly has care. Like. And we'll get into that later, but you, you can tell that whoever made this has a passion for yeah. whatever is in this world and clearly has something to say about something. I was super impressed by uh, that. You don't see a whole lot in movies, especially of this uh, budget is like whenever they show computer screens or uh, video screens, 
all of the little animations that show up on it are all very handcrafted and they're all mm-hmm. very very well done like I can't imagine how much time it they look like that, that DOS weird. era kind of aesthetic yeah, they, they look they fucking look phenomenal yeah. um, there, there's another uh, great scene that I like that really I think shows off um, just the, the lengths that this movie goes to to world build there's a scene where she's um, she's in her apartment Jill is and uh there's a there's a window in the background and then you can see like this cityscape that's probably like a matte painting painting, yeah yeah uh but the way the way that it's lit and the way that everything is done very very it it is very believable one thing i appreciated right off the bat is uh when we first get into the world like the movie starts out with this very red colored dune kind of looking scene like literally a dune we're looking at sands yeah and uh we see like the junk guy and he picks up our you know, our titular robot, but we, as soon as we get into <laughs> the city, Hardware. we hear the the primary uh, like radio uh, DJ like uh, disc jockey and Iggy, he's Iggy Pop, yeah. Iggy Pop, and he's kind of narrating. He kind of narrates the world. He's kind of like oh the yeah, he's, he's great. Yeah. And like off the bat, I love that we have uh, kind of famous musicians or people that are known for their voice being like speaking in this movie. So you got Iggy Pop. He's great. This feels he's, like he's a music really video at times. It, it does. It really but, does. Yeah. But yeah. also we have a weird guest appearance by the dude from fucking Motorhead. By Lemmy. Yeah. While and Ace of Spades is playing, God, yeah, that that's scene was one so of my tight. favorite scenes. Like that's another again, like not world to just go scene. on about the He's world in a building. water taxi. They're, they're they're in like a flooded area, and there's a, a taxi that oh, I, I was like, oh, is that taxi just floating in the water? That's weird. And that's I'm like, oh shit, it, it actually it is. is. It's they like get in, together they with get inside on it, it's it and cool. are, they're taking this water taxi out to where they live. It and tells you so much. Like in that scene, also it shows like the water is green and foamy and shit. It tells you so much about the world around it because it's a you know irradiated hellscape basically, but it's not quite a hellscape like it's just holding on to really i think enough. i think the closest analog is fallout if you've even yeah I, fallout, I, most people sure. have seen that game or heard of that game but like definitely think fallout and, and you can tell like uh before i saw this movie that dylan or not dylan uh devin was talking up a little bit and this movie clearly has references or is referenced I should say by a lot of other famous works like Mm -hmm. uh, movies or games and so you can you can kind of see that maybe this movie had some 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 spread well, we, we just watched uh, Turbo Kid on Saturday and I think they probably have seen this movie oh, I, bet, I yeah. would I, I would so. bet yeah, uh, this movie is just visually amazing. Also, in terms of the the cinematography, like the way, oh, like Matt mentioned, yeah. with the matte painting and everything, the way that things are shot is very intelligent in this movie. Like, uh, there's a lot of really cool shots, but there's also in what they don't show you too. Knowing what its budget is, knowing yes. what it's capable of showing, it it skirts away from showing you too much as well. There, there's so many movies that try to do this. We've seen so many uh, films that try to do it from this era and from this budget that try to do this thing. Where where it's like junk everywhere, but it, but it, it, it looks like it, it looks like it's a like, goodwill. Uh, it looks okay. like a great example is the, the, the fucking Hellraiser movie in space. Yeah, Jesus Christ! That movie literally, has, yeah. literally just nailed shit to a yes. wall. Yeah. That movie has a similar aesthetic, but they didn't know how to light it. They didn't right. know how to frame like frame the shots. They didn't know what angle to use. This movie literally has people talking on phones, which could be very boring and shitty and flat looking, but it has dramatic lighting. It has the camera angle in a really bizarre they have, they way. They have these like video phones, yeah. and they have like yes. they they establish like a lot of things really well in the beginning, where it's like you know oh in order to get into her apartment she has to uh, admit you entry with this code and like that continually comes up throughout the movie so they're doing a great job of explaining how this world works to you it's the world building here is masterful and it speaks to like a big value that i have not just in you know in movies but also like games too like i love exploring a lived-in space it's one of the reasons that alien works so well it makes you interested you know that this this could be used like it's not set design of just throwing shit everywhere it's thinking very clearly about where everything goes and why it's there. Oh, it's clearly this, this kind of leads to the part about this movie that's sort of strange, which is that 
this ultimately is a, is a slasher. It, this is what's weird about and, it. And, and this is potentially a really cool idea, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know exactly, you know, what they what he, what they were thinking when they decided to make it, this a slasher. They're, like they're giving so much effort and so much detail and attention to all of this world building that it really seems like it should be in service to a larger story or to a bigger picture. And it, it is instead going to be robot is loose inside of an apartment and tries yep. to kill some people, so, uh, which I, is a strange turn for it to take. I, yeah. I agree. And I kind of disagree. Oddly, I think you and I, Dylan, are probably going to have pretty similar thoughts on this one. But the, the the creature is is this robot that we found earlier on. Eventually, it kind of turns itself on Mark and pulls 13. itself together. And later on at the very, very end of the movie, I don't want to spoil, but we realize that this machine maybe has a different purpose or, or kind it's of cool. a, I like it a, a grander idea. So. To the purpose of the world building, I feel like the the bot itself has has it, a, yeah, actually, a significance, yeah, yeah. but the way that they execute yep. it, I don't think I, serves. I almost that. I almost yeah. feel like they should have at least hinted at its purpose yes. earlier. Yes, because yeah. they do hint at it like a way later, and then they fully explain it way later. The problem is, is they're trying to draw a parallel to it earlier on, but they but the, the, like unless it you click, it's I don't think. unless yeah. you know yeah. it, you, there's no way you're right. gonna. Fucking and and that's it. my big issue is that the middle of this movie is fucking confusing as all hell. Uh, well, for. <laughs> For we like I, I heaped a lot of sugar on them not showing what doesn't need to be you know shown here and that right. the cinematography is really smart but eventually but it's also something. really monotonous uh, yeah, and yes. it's got this whole like you know kind of like I don't know uh, like a like a, a ministry music video or something aesthetic to it where it's just yeah. like very like washed out like really stark colors and shit and like very dark in places it's very hard it to looks see. cool but after a whole lot of that it is mm -hmm. hard to parse out what's happening on the screen and I'm just kind of losing the plot for a, and a then large we, we see we see sections well, that are lit very brightly and they, and they look, look great, great. yeah so. it's not a matter of they couldn't do it it's yeah. they, 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 they clearly can they, yeah. like, it was definitely a choice but so I mean onto the plot Dylan like that's why we've talked if you realize we've talked a lot about so how the movie about the looks yeah. well the beginning and how it looks yeah. and the, the world mm -hmm. there's not a lot of plot here really which isn't necessarily a bad no. thing but the problem is is that we're literally sitting in washed out dark pitch black rooms with weird like neon lighting and computer screens and eventually you kind of get a little bloated and a little saturated and you start to feel a little like woozy because you want something to happen right. like the movie has a very 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 thin plot we're basically in we get stuck in this apartment room with a robot and a creepy guy and we're not gonna go much yeah further, it doesn't go anywhere sadly and and, and for me there's a, a scene in particular that is where the movie lost me which the first time that she's attacked by this robot her reaction immediately is one of just like okay and i'm I got lost for a second there. I was like, Hold, hang on a fucking minute. You just got attached, by, attacked by a robot, and then we just press pause, I, I and think, it's loose somewhere, right. I think and nobody's doing anything about it. What they're it. trying to do, I, I, I think, and it doesn't really come across very well, is because she's talking to um, Lincoln Weinberg, who... <laughs> yeah, we haven't yeah. talked about this. It, it, it's suspicious Sick because uh, he's. Uh, this was a, a Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein film, and uh, I don't think it's coincidence that no. Weinberg is the super pervert. I mean, pervert to fucked up psycho freaks yeah. to, to a disgusting degree, degree. he's, he's yeah. foul to watch to the point that i it makes you wonder did richard stanley know something that well, we didn't and but, given his track record of apparently from what i understand hating like the, the hollywood oh, establishment yeah, yeah. it makes sense that he actually probably did do this as a dig to probably, Harvey weinstein and hey good on him yeah but, even to the point where like if 
even if it isn't a direct rip on him, it's it has to be personal because yeah. this character is so yeah. disgusting and yeah. so nuanced, zero and so gross qualities, and like <laughs> it, it feels so 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 personal. And like, he's really not yeah. in the movie for a whole lot of a reason. Well, he's in he's in it for one great reason, which is to be destroyed yeah. uh, brutally. Shit! But before we get to that, I just wanted to say, like, I think that what they were trying to do is like she talks she talks to Weinberg and she says there's a droid you know and it's kind of going crazy in my in my room and i think it's kind of implied that maybe it, those it's implied exist, this is kind of like a normal well, yes they said that they like do. these are droids that yeah. you know walk around she's like, like a droid going haywire exists. it's like a thing that happens in execution though it's fucking no, weird yeah it, it, it takes yeah. a a bit See, of believability that that is weird for a movie that got me bought in so fucking hard yeah for it yeah. to not keep me bought in there yeah. is strange i think one of the problems is that obviously budget was standing like they couldn't just show bots they couldn't show robots walking around sure. and like they, they, they give you the idea that androids are kind of semi-common or robots are common in this world but that we we never see them and we never interact with them we, we just see this one we only yeah. see this one and it's literally bloodthirsty fucking trying to slaughter people and so our character having no emotion towards it is it's strange and it, well, we should mention though that like this thing looks fucking great like God, the, yeah. the practical yeah. effects of it and it's not always shown full on like it's little bits and pieces of it yeah. but they are full practical effects like fucking pistons whirring in this thing when, like, when they're showing it, it looks good uh, as shit. But what happens is like the the brain sort of uh takes over all of her art installations and is sort of building its Built own itself. body yeah. God, it's and it, it's a great sequence yeah. you're seeing like what i imagine is maybe some stop motion with all the wires and it, 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 it doesn't look like stop motion though it doesn't have the stop no, motion like weird veneer to it where like um, things are kind of off and it has it has some cool you know quote-unquote powers it has like a buzzsaw but it's also got these Injectors, injections yeah. that make you high and have feel euphoric weird. before you die which is cool it, and of course they use that to allow for some uh weird abstract imagery yeah <laughs> so this movie has a lot of that before we get too far into that though i'm glad that dylan mentioned alien earlier because the way that they portray this robot and the way the the, the horror kind of unfolds is very alien yeah. for me yeah. like yeah it's obscured and we don't know where it is in this apartment somehow a giant robot is hiding I, in an that, apartment that is, it takes which a is hilarious and, yeah. and stupid yeah. but they, they do a good job of presenting it in an interesting and cool yeah, way to it, some it's, degree it's interesting because like I was just reading about the movie a little bit and uh, apparently at the time it was kind of panned by critics for being like a bad Terminator knockoff but it doesn't this really feel like Terminator, Terminator at all really other, other than there's a robot uh, he kind of looks Terminator-esque in the face He's got the it's skull way head. more alien-ish yeah. 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 That, that's it I, I think this is much more alien like in the horror and the visuals definitely and then but at the end of the day you can tell that this director had some kind of message or some kind of goal and there's a lot of just care and craft put into every single yeah, little moment. Yeah. It's just such a bizarre movie. And it's, it's strange the movie he decided to make in the middle of this movie. Yes. Uh, because like I think what needed what he needed to sell things was a slasher, which on paper is actually what I was most on board for. I was like, I want to fucking see a, a robot kill people in an apartment building. That sounds great. Uh, and in you know practice ended up being like my least favorite part of this because it just doesn't gel with the rest of the movie with all the incredible care that he's put into yeah. like the world building and everything here. It's like he wanted to tell a different story altogether, but was like, I guess I just need to make a slasher. I think that's exactly that's what, how that's I exactly thought, what it yeah. feels like is yeah. that he had an idea for a movie and, an, and, a, and a message and then, unfortunately, in order to sell that, he had to say, yeah, I'm making a movie with lots of violence and, and the slashing. Slashes, the slashing is pretty good, but it it's is pretty cool. It is sparing. There's a lot of like not a lot of kills. Yeah. Moving around slowly in an apartment and not much happening when the kills happen. They're, they're phenomenal. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's the problem is that this the, this dude clearly did not want to make or even try to make a slasher. And, and in a slasher, you need to have a pace. You need to have consistency. Yeah. And you have to build up to that kill. Right. We're, we're, we're following this character. They're being stalked. Yeah. And then all of a sudden yeah. they're slaughtered. He does it successfully and, once. And, and this. 
in this movie, you, when the kills happen, it is so like off the wall and like visually disturbing. <laughs> One of them like, so fucking not, zany. Uh, zany is a good word. How do you fucking? But off putting too. Like it's it, it and it comes out of nowhere though, and that's why yes, it doesn't quite work as a slasher is, is because it's just like what what the fuck just happened. Like, I, I, I do just also get eviscerated. I do also think that it. that like tonal shift where it sort of becomes a slasher could have worked because. You know, we've got all this like gnarly metal and stuff playing yeah. throughout the movie. If we took a, a full turn into metal territory and we just yeah. had yes. crazy Super gnarly shit, he's if, going if he's going went, around the whole apartment slaughtering people. If it went people. dead alive, like I, I think, I, I don't even think it would have to go zany, comedic. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but if in it was, the sense of just yeah. like this is unhinged bullshit. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I think that could have been cool. I think in, the, instead, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say the problem is is that you know instead of that, what we get is a weird visual trip, which was I think probably what he wanted to make this section. And the end of the movie is just bizarre. It goes really hard like to fucking follow. 2001. Yeah, and a part which, of it that is as, as you guys yeah. know, I kind of like that shit. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm and, and I kind of like it too. Like in a vacuum, it's cool to watch and cool to look at. And there's like, yeah. that's this movie in a nutshell for me. Is like it is so cool to watch and so cool to look at. And like, yeah. I really enjoyed watching this movie. I didn't yeah. enjoy trying to process it yeah, though. I was just I, like, what the fuck is happening? I get that. As always, Dylan said it way better than I ever could. But that's exactly how I'm feeling. The thing is, is that in 2001, I love that movie. You guys know this. I feel like it, it ends and it serves up this this weird image and it kind of has a message at the very end. Yeah. This movie isn't quite as as tight. It has these crazy weird visuals, but I don't really know what the fuck the point oh, was. Hardware isn't as tight as 2001 A Space well, Odyssey. Here's I'm the not, thing, though. The dude is I'm clearly just, on a track. Yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah. close. Like, I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's really, really good at what he's doing. Yeah. yeah it, it's agree. just he chose to do something strange. Yeah. I just I don't understand what the fuck happened uh, at the end of to this me movie. to me that that didn't bother me much I it did feel like it was an excuse because he was like oh it it, it makes you high I because he wanted to show some weird shit sure. right but no, then they but then they that. do wrap it up at the end and you do understand what's going on at the end kind of but yeah. uh yeah. I don't know yeah this, well, is, this is a fucking weird yeah, yeah it is a bizarre movie we can we can go ahead and wrap it up um I'll get I'll go ahead and give my thoughts on this first um. I, I really liked it. I do think that it is, um, you know, it has its its dull moments. Um, I think that luckily, w although it has those moments, there is enough going on visually and audio where you're still sort of being entertained on, on some level by the movie. Um, I do think that this is definitely flawed. Um, it, it has its issues as far as the pacing for sure. And as far as like this idea that this this movie turns into a slasher and it, and it just doesn't feel it's not the movie it, you wanted to make to me to me it feels like you know if uh th this universe that has like you know a hundred stories and this is one of them it's not necessarily the one that i would want to hear about you know yeah. what i mean there's probably it feels like a world that has really cool stories to tell and this doesn't feel like the yeah. one that i would most want to learn about um so that all being said i i do still think it's worth a watch um there may be some level of bias of this because like Fuck, I, I love the aesthetic of this it's movie. Great. I love the yeah. music, love the look of it to the point that I'm like, it, it makes me almost sad that I had never seen it before today. And, and it kind of makes me sad. There's no movies that have even attempted to like sort of revitalize the Turbo this Kid's look. about as close as it gets. Yeah. And, and even this then movie has a lot of room. Yeah. Like, I think it could easily just, be picked up. I, I would yeah, love yeah. to see a movie heavily inspired by this or, or even Richard Stanley come back and, and do something. He's making a color out of space. Apparently uh, I'm not sure. Lovecraft story, uh, oh, so. oh, cool. Okay. Oh, I, I could see him doing something like that. But anyways, uh, for me, this is a gem. I liked it. Uh, just know that know what you're getting into. You're getting into a lot of style over substance. Uh, Bluster. Yeah, and that's a great line to end on because for me, that kind of carries this movie. I, 
I'm going to be honest, I didn't really enjoy a lot of it. Yeah. And as I was watching it, I wasn't having a great time. But this, for some reason, reminds me a lot of, I think it's called The Possession. The movie we watched mm-hmm. with Sam Neill, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That movie was intolerable and horrible to watch. But I feel like the experience of the movie overall kind of carried it. And this, this is movie, nowhere this is near as like, like, no, hard I, to watch. No. I, yeah, I, I was just saying. But like, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Unenjoyability wise, like this movie was dull. Yeah. boring almost hard to yeah. follow at times and at the end i felt unsatisfied but for me this movie is so interesting and so visually strong and like so weirdly competent despite all the budget despite all the nonsense that's happening despite probably i'm sure issues in production whatever it was just interesting and it, it gave me a lot of vibes of blade runner and mad max and uh, even a little bit of alien which you all know i love and so I think my love for those other movies and and like the 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 clear care that went into this fucking monstrosity, it, it it was good enough. And I I can see people enjoying this. To me, the best way that I would enjoy this movie is if I'm at my favorite bar and they're projecting this in the yeah. background. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah. this movie would yeah. be an unbelievable like background watch because you would, you would probably so leave cool. that bar thinking it's the best movie you've ever seen yeah. just exactly. because just you, like, one you'd be drinking and two absolutely it, it is a great it is background visually uh, amazing watch. Yeah. Just, yeah. just like dylan you were talking about beyond the black I rainbow i fucking hate that movie but man the first time i saw it was right. in it, the background of a bar beyond the black rainbow once again yeah one of the worst movies that we've but it seen looks on the cool cast. like and if you're just looking at it yeah. cool that's sure. how yeah. i felt when man and i were at the taiko concert and i think it was holy mountain is the movie they're playing right yeah, it's all that's another one that movie's fucking intolerable i probably will never watch it seen it but i but do the visuals want to, look yeah. awesome that's so, all there is to it don't bother yeah, I'm, sure, yeah. I'm sure anyway short and sweet this movie is a gem for me it is not for everyone this is one that no. you I, I hopefully we've given you the idea of what you're signing up for if you go and watch it this movie is bizarre and weird and slow and boring but it's visually stunning and has a lot of craft in it so it's it's, it's, it's almost like an art house like schlock 70s like god it's weird. junk movie it's, it, it's kind movies. of along the lines of like a driller killer where it's just so far above what it yeah. could have been that you're yep. kind of amazed it's yeah. weird so yeah, yeah what do you think dylan yeah I, I am really amazed by this movie uh that said i don't love it and it's it's strange to me this one you mentioned 2001 manton and i feel very similarly about them not that they're remotely similar movies but <laughs> that it, both of them are like really good studies like i like watching this movie and being like fuck it is cool how they made this movie like yeah, i like yeah. taking right. apart the pieces i like seeing all this and being like god damn how they do this and yet at the same time the movie itself is just kind of boring to me and mm-hmm. like not all that interesting as an entertainment proposition mm-hmm. but as a as a like an artifact it's fucking enthralling like this movie is really cool to watch but not really fun to watch and i yeah. <laughs> like it's very hard to to elaborate why this is uh because i think it's a failure as a slasher to be honest uh yeah. And, I, and I think that it shouldn't have been a slasher like the movie that is surrounding no. it is so much more interesting and I wanted to see so much more of that it makes a lot of sense that this was based on a 2000 AD uh, book and this is like the universe of Judge Dredd or something like it's like a weird capsule of that that I wanted to see a, a different story told exactly like sure. you said yeah. um, that said I, I kind of have to recommend it just based on like you fucking haven't seen anything like this uh, and it's yeah. really neat uh in spite of my issues with it so it's a gem um but it's one that comes with a lot of qualifiers like i i don't know that it's a a fun time but it could be fun for you uh it's, it's one of yeah. the weirdest movies we've seen yeah it's uh, bizarre i'll keep thinking about it i'm sure of that like yeah definitely i i could definitely see myself uh wanting to revisit it in some form yeah i, um, I think it would definitely be good on well 
Then but three year olds Halloween Halloween party, party for, yeah, yes, yeah for fucking yeah, sure. Put this yeah. on in the background. Like that's I, great. I think this would be a great movie to rewatch. Not because you're going to get a deeper appreciation, but I think there's a lot of fun things to see I in think, the movie that you missed. I think you could make a great perturbator video out of this. Oh movie. yeah. Oh fuck yeah, dude. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, some kind of slasher wave music video easily, easily, or just fucking watch Ministry. But, I mean, we, we, yeah, uh, we didn't even mention the Ministry. The, the, uh, the soundtrack of this movie. God, was, the, it's the really soundtrack good. is oh, great. Shit, yeah. uh, what was the last song on it? Public something. I don't know. It's very. Cool. Uh, look we'll look up the end credits. Yeah, you'll probably hear it. Honestly, you'll probably hear it. What you want, not what you get. Something. Yeah. Or yeah. Go. I, I can't remember the words. I can't either. But anyways, uh, Devin's review. I'm gonna read real quick. Uh, he says, "Pretty neat predecessor to Turbo Kid." Yeah. Just straight up says it. Uh, wildly creative universe for a quick 90 minute watch. Awesome production design, practical effects, gore, etc. Easy gem. Yeah. I, I get that totally. I think weirdly, Devin might have been the warmest. Yeah. Uh, it surprises me because this is. <laughs> it and, really surprises me because I. Because I like it a lot, but I don't even know if I like it as much as Devin. Yeah. Well, and that's, that what is strange to me about that, too, is that, like, I don't mean to shit on Devin at all, but, like, you know, his is, like, it's the quick gore and style. visceral stuff. Yeah, yeah. This one is, like, like weirdly, like, cerebral and... and like, art house shit. Art house. Like, yeah. It, yeah. it surprises me that he liked it as much. It, but it, I but it speaks, it speaks volumes that, to, like, the production design and everything is, like, so yeah. fucking stellar in this movie that I, I get. You can't ignore yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. Um, so last up we're gonna do a game which i have somehow lost uh, no oh, you fucked up <laughs> i'm honored though that manton handcrafted this game handcrafted. for my special day um but for a special boy uh, he loves you i also guys appreciate keep stalling because i can't find well, it well i was gonna say i appreciate that you know this is gonna come out on a wednesday or maybe a tuesday night but we are literally recording this on my actual birthday, which hey, is pretty happy cool. Happy fucking birthday, Oh, well, yeah, buddy. we, we Thanks, usually Daddy. aren't able to, to quite get that to happen. So, found the game. So, this is what the game is going to be. So, we've talked a little bit earlier about uh, these these porn titles and these, you know, oh, delicious like porn going. parodies that oh, we, yeah. we uh, mm-hmm. had in what Ron, Ron Jeremy was in. Yep. Um, so, our game tonight is going to be, I'm going to read you a real movie title okay. and I oh, want God. you guys to tell me what it's porn parody is sir oh, yes sir. I have I give porn a lot parody of thought here, to this uh, but I want you guys to either come up with okay. the real porn parody or maybe even I, a better so one I bet the, most of us are going to be better based on the ones that I oh, found uh, searching here. for Ron Jeremy's filmography so, like man, this saw is be, a porn parody are you fucking kidding me yeah not great so man this is going to be like up to your discretion right you're going to analyze our response and see if it's better than the original yeah, I, well, I, I think most of them you guys are just going to get. Or, or if we get close to it, we get it. Right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, whatever. Um, close is good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's Oh, that's one of the movie titles, actually. Oh, yeah. That's a great porn uh, porno film. So, uh, It's a Wonderful Life. What do you guys think is the, the porn version? It, it's, it's a, a boner-filled wife. Oh, <laughs> damn. I said it's a cum-filled um, life. You that's know what? Uh, tits. What was it? It's a boner-filled wife. It's a boner-filled <laughs> wife. I, that is actually way better, so I'm going to give you the point. Oh, it's I, I would give Dylan the point. The, the, the movie was actually Tits a Wonderful Life. That's, that's, that's Are you terrible. kidding me? They didn't even try. Are you that's kidding trash. me? I, I, I'm sorry. Um, so, uh, point to you, Dylan. Yeah, okay. Ace Ventura Pet Detective. <laughs> um... Ass Ventura mm, there we go. Rectal Detective. Ooh. Rectal Erective. Uh, mm. You guys are on the right track here. Do you want to get another crack? I, I think that's about uh, as good I'm as I I'm very proud of mine. Yeah, that, that's pretty good. That's I, I, tried, I tried to give you guys a, a hint there. It's Ass Ventura Crack Detective. Oh, that's crack pretty detective? good. That's it is pretty good. good. I'm going to go ahead and give okay. the, them the point okay, for that that's one. Um, the Da Vinci Code. The, the Da Vinci Chode. <laughs> or the, the Three Inchy Chode. <laughs> 
The three inchy chode? Yeah. Dylan, you're a fucking genius. Dylan, that I is. I told you, I think about I this think, pretty um, often. I think Dylan actually just names porn uh, movies. Blizzard, do you have any idea there? I'm, I'm, okay. I'm completely uh, the, dumbfounded. The actual name that. is The Da Vinci Load. Okay, I actually respect that. Yeah. But uh, yours is way better. The yeah. three inchy chode. <laughs> uh, I really like that. Um, Edward Scissorhands. Edward Dildo Hands. Duh. <laughs> uh, close, Brandon. Wow. I, I don't have anything for this. Uh, it's Edward Penis Hands. Okay. That's good. That's still, good. Still Same general close. concept. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Well, we heard it was... Uh, no, this we is We blew different. up your pussy. Was that it? <laughs> that's not it. Sorry. Honey, I that's blew up your pussy. That's the Ron Jeremy one. <laughs> Honey, I shrunk the kids. What is it? Honey, I fucked the kids. Oh, Jesus, no. What's wrong with you, Dylan? You got, I, I'm, I'm going to go a little more wholesome. I'm going to say, Honey, I fucked your tits. That's what I'm going to say. Oh, that's really good. But... Uh, I think that actually might be better. This one, this one is honey. I blew dot 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 everybody. That's so fucking lame. That is, it's just no. So f- give them the point. That's secretly genius. <laughs> That's so. Stupid. I did like Brandon's honey. I fucked your tits. Uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Bones. Of course, but what do you think the tagline is? Um, what what is the actual Game of Thrones tagline? Is there one? I don't know. What uh, do you think the I, tagline I think it's something is? about playing and losing or winning. Uh, or the, yeah, like, you either win or you lose. You lose. Or, no, you either win or you die, I think is the, the tagline. Okay, well, what do you think the porno version is? I don't know. You either come or you cry. <laughs> okay, uh, close yeah. enough. Uh, it's Game of Bones, Winter is Coming. See you oh, oh, duh. Yeah. Uh, fucking weak, though. Kill Bill. Uh, Phil, Phil Bill. Bill. It's actually about oh, just two guys close. named Bill fucking Phil each Bill. other. It, it, it is a gay porno. Drill Bill. Yes, hey, Brandon, you nice. got it. It's Drill yeah. Bill. All right, I am a guy. Uh, Borat. <laughs> <laughs> how do you? Very nice. Uh, <laughs> how do you? How do you make a what, point out of that? Uh, I don't know. How do you? This one's oh, fuck- Borat. Duh. Yeah, there you go. Damn, that's, that's stupid. But uh, the 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 tagline. Well, do they have the like for making cultural learnings of Kazakhstan or whatever? <laughs> no, no, no. But it no, it well, it does. But it's it's in quotes. I like sex. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this that's is good. this is a good one. Independence Day. Um, in, in my pants, it's oh, gay. Oh God damn! I was gonna say like in my penis. <laughs> g- is my penis gay? That's what I would say. <laughs> I like that too. Uh, that's th- those are both really good. Um, this is it's actually in rear endance day. Oh, that's uh, it's terrible. And it's, uh, the tagline is in the end we all come together. Um, that's not good. Oof. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. Invaders of his. Oh, oh, you guys are too. You guys are good. Invaders of. Um, oh, I can't think of anything that rhymes with arc. I can't either. Invaders uh, of his wide arse. I don't know. Wow, well, close. Like, that's all I, I like. It's, it's, it's just Raiders of the Lost Arse. Okay. Arse uh, is, invaders of his his, arse his wide good. arse. I'm into that. Arse like just that. isn't offensive enough. It's it really like is. so uh, innocent. But it rhymes with arc, or it's close yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, Night of the Living, Night of the Living Dead. Um. Oh. Uh no 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 I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> uh I'm thinking of uh, one of my friends was obsessed with uh the porn parody Repenetrator. Uh Oh wow, uh, that's good. So what is it Night of the Living Dead? Yeah. This is uh, it's going to I have pulsing head. That's what I'm ooh, trying to rhyme ooh, with. Oh, that's good. Uh, so this is like set, it's like stroking the pulsing head or something like Night of the Pulsing Stroke head. of the Pulsing Head. Stroke of the Pulsing Head. Is there pretty good. That. Yeah. Uh it's Night of the Giving Head. <laughs> That's good. Wow. Give them the point. Um, I keep I keep underestimating how straightforward. All right, yeah. got a couple more. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Twin. But it's it's, it's boobs. Twin dicks. Twin cheeks. Twin cheeks. I, I can respect that. Uh, Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> huh. 
They made a porn parody of Lawrence of Arabia? I guess. That's fucking high budget and high concept. Jesus. I got uh, nothing for that. I got nothing for this one, yeah. Uh, Lawrence of My Labia. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, Batman and Robin. Uh, Scatman and, Scatman and Throbin. Oh, Throbin is good. Uh, you, you guys are, are thinking way outside the box. It, it, it is simply Batman in Robin. Oh, oh nice. That's oh, simple. I like that. I like that. All right. Tight. And the last one, Les Miserables. That's it. It's, it's miserable. miserable. Uh, yeah, that's no, it. sorry. It's Les Giserables. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, there we go. So you guys you guys did pretty well. And all in all, I think you guys, Dylan especially, I think is better at this. So uh, I, if, I, if I have another career path, listen, if you're if you're listening and uh, you're a sick porno freak <laughs> and you're in the industry. Let's be uh, honest. That's everybody if who's you need listening. Any, if he, Dylan's if going to need a new job work. soon. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, after the last episode, after his, everyone his knows, job is revealed. His he, job is revealed. Now he's a. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Uh, yeah. So guys, uh, that was a, a fun episode. Brandon, happy birthday! Yeah. Happy birthday, Blitzer! Happy birthday, you sick, sick, sick porno freak! Yeah. All you other sick porno freaks, stay spooky. Ooh. Oh. Oh my God. Oh. Oh. Porno. Please put some spooky sounds at the end. I just made them for you. Please put some sploogy sounds at the end. This is what you get.